Now, myself, I would like to expand more on the concept of the impersonal pan pizza. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Like the, the pizza that as you eat is just like, oh, hey, hey. Yeah. You know, it's mm. like it's not really getting too close to Let's you. Let's keep this businessy. I think mm. that whenever you're feeling maybe unsure, whenever you yeah. go to a pizza restaurant about what you want, or maybe you're feeling a little bit of anxiety about like, what if I order the wrong thing and uh-huh. I got all these crazy specials here? I've right. got a mellow mushroom. What, mm-hmm. do I, what am I supposed to get? I'm overwhelmed. Yeah. You just go for an impersonal pan pizza. It's always like slightly the wrong size for hung- how hungry you are. Uh huh. It's like it doesn't really know your hunger right. level, so it's like I don't, just I was just kind of <laughs> guessing here. Uh-huh. I think the toppings are generally pretty bland and unoffensive. Okay. Like they're not exactly interesting. So it's like green peppers. Yeah, like pepperoni is always a safe choice. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. When you say bland, you mean like what people safe. would yeah just safe stuff gotcha. yeah okay. it's nothing like too terribly personal right. but it's like this is what most people like so let's yeah, just keep yeah. it on that level okay and that's gonna that's be an the impersonal pan pizza, <laughs> you know all right quick i thought about this since you, t- you brought up pizza uh-huh. i thought about this just yesterday let's get your top five knoxville pizza places oh shit. are you ready i can give you mine okay right, here we go number one wise guys yeah You've sung their praises many times. My favorite. Still haven't been. Number two, Stefano's. Mm-hmm. Number three for me, Harvey's. Yeah. Number four, Adopo. Yep. Number five, Tomato Head. Okay. So I think I've only been to two of those places. Okay. Tomato Head and Adopo. But there's a lot of other places around here. Yeah, there are. What there's do you a get whole into? Lot. So, yeah, Adopo is definitely on uh-huh. there. Pizzeria Nora. Oh, yeah? Have you been there? No. It's just basically down Central. It looks like it was built inside of an old gas station, and okay. they don't give a single fuck. I love that. Like, dude, like yeah. their their hours make no sense. It's like awesome. uh, five to like seven thirty. Adopo is definitely the same thing. Oh yeah. man, but yeah. dude, like over at Nora, it's like, yeah, five to seven thirty. Yeah, unless we just run out of pizzas, then yeah. we'll just close. That's awesome. But okay. it's so fucking I gotta good. check this place. Oh out. my god, it's awesome, uh-huh. man. I really like those two. Honestly, I like Barley's a lot. You know what? I thought about Barley's. Yeah. I haven't had it. In a while. Oh, dude, and it's I know way ownership better. has changed since I've had it. Yep. But the last time uh, before I the ownership changed, I did like it. I always liked it back then too, yeah. dude. It's like ten times better now because they it? upgraded okay. the quality of fucking everything. Okay. Hey, Amen. Barley's. So, I'm down. Pretty damn solid. Mm-hmm. I like that a lot. Um, uh, what's it called? Dazo. Dazo on Gay Street. I haven't had it. Dazo is pretty fucking slamming. Okay, man. I'm excited. They do a, a it's like <laughs> Nana's special pizza. Uh huh. And it's like a big rectangle that's yeah, like yeah. cooked in an uh-huh. olive oil cast iron yeah. pan. A grandma. Oh uh-huh. my god, it's so fucking good. Mm-hmm. Number five. That's what I'm down to right is five. Little Caesars. <laughs> I mean, there's always the C's. You know, I'm not above that. I know. Who is? I'll I'll put Tomato Head on that. I might think of something yeah. better later. Tomato Head's good. It's 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 quality. Yeah, and you it's, got a lot of top end choices. Yeah, I, I, it's not like special in any way, no. but it's 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 good. Well, I'll tell you what is special about it is like Kate's not really a big pizza person. Yeah, but they do make a pizza there that she fucking loves. Oh, that's the one with the walnuts on. Yeah, it, Yeah, the right? walnuts that's and blue fucking cheese. Good. I'm it's like, it's really not. Good. It's not it's even not pizza. pizza. No, no, but it's so good. But whenever I want pizza and she doesn't, it's just like, well, we can do Tomato Head, and you can get your special non pizza. Yeah, and it works. <laughs> So, yeah, it gets credit for that alone. This is very welcoming for our international audience. <laughs> yeah. In they just uh, <laughs> talked about local pizza, one-star <laughs> review. Turn on the show for the first time to hear about American you Mary. You know the Dead and Lobsters are like, 
hey, where do you get pizza? Knoxville, Tennessee. <laughs> yeah, everything I've heard, <laughs> it's the global capital of pizza. Of pizza in there. Oh, let's go down Knoxville and get ourselves a slice. My top three are my top three because they're all three different. Yeah, they are. Like, because you can get a wise guy style, like New York pizza at several different places. Yeah. Stefano's is unique and Harvey's is unique. Like, Harvey's, I don't even know what style that is. Word, yeah. Have you had Harvey's? No. Oh, fuck. You is gotta it like have Harvey's. Tiger style or like crane style? <laughs> it's crane style. Ooh, yeah. Crane style. <laughs> I don't even know what style they're going for, but it's good. It's really Rad, good. Man. Yeah. Wicked style. Mm-hmm. Wicked style. <laughs> Oi, one star review. They was just talking about pizzas, and then they made fun of my accent. And they didn't even talk about chips. Oi, they didn't even say, God save the queen. <laughs> <laughs> All British people they in every conversation. God save the queen, of oh, course. And they weren't even listening to the Beatles. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know that. I could be listening to the Beatles in one ear right now. Yeah, we have to keep it off the air because we'll get Obviously. hit with the copyright thing. Yep. So, you know how those Beatles are. Yeah. They'll sue you. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Litigious Beatles they are. <laughs> Some bitches. Tell you what, man. Welcome, dead and lovely <laughs> listeners, to the local pizza talkingist, uh, American merriest, fucking UK lovingest yeah, horror movie podcast that there is. It's dead and lovely. Here with the host of the most is me. Your good buddy, Uncle Ben. And me, Hollywood Steve. We're here today to be talking about American Mary. Stay away from me. No, I wouldn't say that. Do your surgery. There you go. Right? It works. I definitely wouldn't tell American Mary to stay away from me. Yeah? Yeah. You'd be like, come on a little closer. Put away the saw. I'm a little bit closer. (laughs) All the the musicals on the show already were. Yeah. Kind of checking a lot of boxes. We've done UK accents, yeah. talked about local stuff that nobody knows or cares about. I don't want to be here in your <laughs> London dungeon. <laughs> That's for the UK listeners yeah. right there. And the Danzig fans. And the Danzig fans. the Danzig yeah. fans, yeah. Uh, we are here today to be talking about one American Mary. As always, we're going to be shooting the shit and slamming some cold beers and yep. have some fun before that. But if you want to get straight to the movie review portion, there's a timestamp for you in the podcast description. So mm-hmm. you can just go to there. I banish thee yep. to the podcast description world. It's true. I recently discovered that some of the uh, the like start times in the descriptions more recently have been off because Podbean adds ads to our oh, right. post yep. after. So I had to like go in and discover how long the ad is. Oh. But the ads change. Oh, God damn it. So if you look down there and you got to listen to five seconds of us bullshitting, we'll fucking deal with it. Hey, mail us in your seat. We'll give you a damn old refund. Of course, they're skipping this, so they haven't even heard this. No. They didn't uh-uh. even hear about Knoxville's pizza joints. They missed all the instructions. <laughs> There's still 15 seconds at a time. Like, when are they talking about the movie? When are they talking about the movie? When are they talking about the movie? All I care about. One star review. Yeah. One star. <laughs> they didn't even talk about American Mary. <laughs> Oi. He was talking about the UK, not America. <laughs> oh, well. We oh. do what we can here on the show. Man, I'll tell you what, it's one of those times where I'm like, I can't believe we're sitting here doing another episode again because it seems like the week just vanished before my eyes. It's yeah, been it fucking went busy. Quick Jeez, for me man. Too. Also, this is like the first time we've done an in person episode in a few weeks, yeah. In a while. Yeah, huh? I mean, there was like that sweet spot where like I had gotten over COVID. Mm-hmm. We did a few episodes. Yep. You and had like weird, like maybe it's a sinus thing, yeah. maybe not. I actually had a cold. Yep. We had some scheduling issues. And now here we are at 
10.30 at night. Yeah. <laughs> Almost like the old days. I was thinking about that earlier. That's true. Like, we used to record way late. Oh, dude. Sometimes mm-hmm. we'd start at like midnight. Yeah. Like you were on the West Coast. And I, and I yeah. was over here. That's and then when we like, Crips and Bloods. When we moved back and you were still in Jefferson City, it would be, sometimes we would end at like two in the morning and then i would have an hour drive back yeah and then have to edit <laughs> fun <laughs> it was a great time what fun yeah yeah but this is a week ahead it wouldn't even matter yeah a fucking week to edit yeah 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 mm. yeah this is a little bit more like an old school time playing yeah. footy under the table well, yeah recording we're playing football under the table boy <laughs> that's what the brits call it. that's right man soccer of course well yeah. footy it is known the footy. And, dude, I'm sure you listeners can tell, my, my fucking cranium is still haunted with boogers. <laughs> gotta, I need to call the Ghostbusters to get these boogers out my head. full of haints. Dude, I'm telling you what, man. Colds are dumb. Quit making the snot, body. Quit I it. I agree. Yeah, I would agree with that. It's a bad idea to continue making the snot, so why do you do it? Listen, tweet at my body <laughs> and demand Your that it cancel on Twitter? the snot. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So what's, that should work, what's right? What's the at? <laughs> at my body. At my body. At my body. Okay. Actually, wait. If you're doing it, it'll be at his body. <laughs> it changes? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it depends on who's doing it. All right. Mine, so yours. Your body has a dynamic Twitter handle. Uh-huh. It That's does. pretty awesome. It's pretty awesome. Is it, it a blue check? Yeah, it's got okay, a blue check. Okay, obviously. Uh-huh. Duh. Uh, what do you think? It's not famous? I, did, I just assumed. You think I, I live inside of a peasant body? Come on. <laughs> yeah, right. One of these turds around here, no blue check. <laughs> you don't even on. know. No. They don't Ooh, know. I can't trust your opinion. You're not famous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hopefully my, my, my boogers don't make an appearance on this episode and haunt <laughs> this place up. That would be bad, up. yeah. That'd be unfortunate, man. Yes, it would. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How you been this week, man? Good. Good. Uh, been deadlifting. Oh, yeah? And, Doing uh, the old corpse raises, are yeah, you? Yeah, here's the thing. So I've, I've I was got, doing that today too. I think I think I did. Told you last week I've done 425, which was my goal. Beating that chump. I'm gonna beat that chump. Well, you'll show his damn ass. I'm gonna show you? his damn ass. Show his damn ass what's for. Bring it on. Mm. That's I, what I, I'll say. I think you can do it. Yeah, and then I'll be the conjuring. And then you got to tweet at him and be like, "I fucking conjure your ass to the gym." <laughs> yeah. So you can see what a man looks like. And he'll be like, "That was a year ago. I'm way past <laughs> yeah. that now." <laughs> <laughs> I have Hollywood support. And yeah. all sorts of money. What the hell do you think I'm doing hey, all day? We're just common boys <laughs> from the South. That's right. We ain't got that big Hollywood support. No, sir. I'm just going to the YMCA. We're just country strong. Country strong. I'm out there lifting up a cow. I, I think you should do a video of you doing those deadlifts and then point at the country and say, Patrick Wilson, I'm country strong. <laughs> I do. I am going to cut a promo. Cut a promo. I'm going to cut a promo yeah. when I do it. Yeah. It's, it's going to be great. It's a great idea. <laughs> Dude, you've been taking care of your health. I've been taking care of my health. I'm continuing yeah. uh, my streak of my wife is making us use our insurance. Yeah. Okay. Yep. How'd that and, go? And uh, I went to the eye doctor for mm-hmm. the first time. Still have eyes? I still have them. They okay, checked. Good. They're both still good. there. Yeah. Third eye, still sealed closed. Wait. Was it? Was your optometrist Maynard James Keenan? Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> he recommended I listen to more tool. He did. He was like, open more that tool, thing dude. up, Open man. that eye. Yeah. Open that thing up. Uh-huh. What I you, he said. <laughs> um, so I, God damn, man. What? I almost fucking made it to 40 without buying my first pair of glasses. <laughs> I almost you, did it. You got the peepaw glasses, huh? I got some glasses coming in. Yeah. They should be in this week, man. Okay. You're going to see 
um, a bold a bold new edition of me. It's it's Uncle Ben Mach two. Oh, the glasses years. Okay. Although honestly, like my my eyes have not really deteriorated that much at all. Yeah. I have a really weird like rare combination where. I have a slight astigmatism that I've developed, uh-huh. but I'm also farsighted, okay. so they kind of cancel each other out. Huh. Yeah. All right. So it's really not bad at all. It's kind of like, yeah. you know, if I'm looking at, at letters that are like really far away, sometimes I'll have a little shadow under them uh-huh. from the astigmatism. So they're like, oh, we'll just write your prescription, get them if you want to, although as close to 40 as you are... You're probably going to need them sooner than later, so you could just get used to it and wear them every now and then if you want. And I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, fine. So All right. I, I went ahead and did it. Okay. I'm going to be a nerd. What type of frames are talking about? Man, just kind of some classic kind of- Child rape, molester frames? Just some good old child molester fucking aviator gold frames. Okay. I got the Dahmers. The Dahmers, yeah. Yeah, I said, I'll take the Dahmers, please. <laughs> and they took me to their collection of uh, serial killer glassware. Yeah. Yeah, several of them had blood on them already. Yeah, exactly. You got to clean them off a little yeah. bit. These but are it's just part of the charm. Models. The blood's you know? not on all of them. Yeah, I just went with kind of the classic Ray Banny, uh, Buddy Holly nerd style. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it seemed to suit my face yep. pretty good. I would agree with that. So we'll see what happens, man. Mm-hmm. I'll see if anybody knocks my fucking books out of my hands in the hallways. Day one. Soon. That's going to happen. That. That's the initiation into glasses group. What if I put them on and my fucking wife gives me a swirly? Just picks me up by the ankles. You deserve it. You should have seen better. Yeah, you know what? (laughs) Should have thought about that before I went to seeing all bad. see bad when you're a kid so your wife doesn't have to be the one giving you the swirly. Ah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, Some of us were ahead of you. Damn it, man. (laughs) Shoot, I just can't get ahead. Nope. Can't get ahead. You can get a swirly, though. Yeah? Yeah. I think we got like actual doctor's appointments coming up in a week or two, so that'll be fun. I don't even know what they do. They're going to take blood out of you. Where? Do they they beat it out of you? Ah. (laughs) <laughs> Did they punch you and put your head over a bucket? It depends on your insurance, I'd yeah. say, yeah, <laughs> honestly. But, yeah, they'll probably take some blood, do some normal do they give tests. It, do they give it back? I have, In my experience, they rarely, if ever, give it back. What am I supposed to do, be bloodless? Yeah, yeah. I need it. I'm using it. Well, I mean, I'm just, using all my blood right now. <laughs> just think about it this way. Some of your blood is dying. Right now. No, it's not. It's hearty. It's dying. I listen, I can I can hear it in my veins. Hey, we're it's hearty. We're, we're tough. Here. We're all okay. I listen to my wrists and I hear Oh oh hanging tough <laughs> hanging blood. <laughs> you know? It's fine. And yeah, I need okay. it. So after they're done with it, I'm mm-hmm. going to point to my uh, arm or wherever they draw it from and be like, reinsert it. Please put it back. Yeah, let me drink it at least. <laughs> like, can we do shots? Anything. Use it. Come on. What else are you doing with it? Blood shots. When was the last time you, you gave a blood? Oh, it's been eternity. Yeah, no, I, don't, I never, and I should. Mm. Like, I let absolutely should be doing that. Let me tell you. Is it healthful to do that, to give away your bloods? I, I don't know. What if it's, uh, like, it's a secret to damn eternal life? Oh, no. I'll die young then, because I do not like having my blood taken from me. Yeah? Yeah. Because you're using it. Yeah. yeah I'm, I'm busy with it. Yeah, no, I, I'm not a fan of it. But uh, my, my current doctor has a great phlebotomist who, like, literally each time I've had to have blood drawn, she's the only person that I've ever had it where I didn't, like, want to die while it was happening. Phlebotomist? That's the person who takes 
your blood. I'd rather have a bottle in front of me than a frontal phlebotomist. <laughs> you know what they say. <laughs> you know what they say. I do yeah? know. I know that old saying. That's yeah. a, it's a yeah. old saying. It's an old phlebotomist saying. Uh. <laughs> so we'll see about it, man. I'll report back and be like, they've reported that I'm old. Yeah. yeah. High triglycerides, maybe. Yeah. Is that a mm. thing? Well... Uh, if you drink, if you drink, I do. Yeah. If you drink, you can develop high triglycerides for sure. It's not a terrible thing. I bet I can. Sure. Let's get started early. Let's do it. I'd hate to go to the doctor and they're like, this was boring. You shouldn't have even come. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I like the idea of a doctor just being bored by like, a Why are you here? Ugh. Healthy fucker. Nothing wrong get with you. Get out of here. Stay home. Leave it for the <laughs> sick people here. All right, we're going to have ourselves a Burl beer. It's from Burl. It's from Burl. And so I'm sure it is titled something like uh, a portal to eternal blackness of which there is no return. Um, it is called <laughs> The World Is Not My Home. Actually, one of the most simple burial yeah. titles, now yeah. that I made fun of it. It's a barrel-aged golden sour ale with Balaton Cherry. Yeah, I think we've tried this one before. I want to say that we did, but I don't remember I'm it. I'm fine with trying it again. I drank it many drinks ago, so its memory yeah. has faded upon my palate. I don't know how people remember. Like, when people... It's amazing, We dude. regularly get the question when we ask for FAQ questions of like what what's been our favorite beer we've tried on the show or whatever and it's like I don't know it's hard dude I don't remember the beers we've I mean, tried on the show honestly there's a few that have been like mega standouts yes like the cold brew nitro yeah yeah, yeah. by southern tier Lagunitas suck it to me like oh that was yeah, so fucking refreshing one. and good oh and man. also the Lagunitas uh the 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 grape dark grape. swan dark dude. swan that's oh, it yeah. fuck man mm-hmm. yeah like there's a handful that have just been like dear god yeah but there's a lot especially when we were going through a lot of ipas and stuff they're mm-hmm. just like i was like a, a piney ipa yep it I was fruit punchy just, I don't it was know. really good but also you could probably just find another one from another brewery probably yeah. this guy smells good it smells like a nice oh, sour yeah. cherry kind of thing it's mm-hmm. got kind of a fizzy soda like appearance yeah. to it i like this a nice cranberry red sort of color what's that treat you like oh man um yeah just lightly cherry oh, good man. and sour like a nice a nice fruity sour not that like that's good sour. no uh-uh. yeah. no it, it is it is definitely like getting the sourness from those mm-hmm. cherries and stuff I would fucking love to have one of these sitting on a dang old porch swing yeah. after mowing a yard or yeah, something. Yeah, I was going to say, and I know our, our next one is a more wintry. It is. And this is, definitely feels like it would be good in the summer. We're getting a whole year's worth of flavor right here, <laughs> you know? Man, I cannot wait till it gets some fucking warmer weather coming Me in. Me too. Well, then again, we it was warmer getting, today. Shit. Yeah, we keep getting these like nice 70-something days and then several 30-degree days. Ugh. I hate it, I man. Just, yeah, I can't stand it. Can't be dealing with it, dude. Man, I've been watching some things this week. Me too. What I turned them on? on the television, and I watched some programs. Oh, okay. So um, I watched a little motherfucking movie mm-hmm. that rocked my dick clean off. I had to run oh, and chase okay. it around the room and reattach it. That happens with dicks. It does happen. Mm-hmm. Always scampering off. Yep. Rascals. Uh, man, watch fucking Black Roses from 1980 and something <laughs> for the first time. May have talked about a couple weeks ago or yeah. last week. Or yeah, so, yeah, yeah. You watched it recently, and you're yeah. like, I think you'd really like that. And you were I was right. correct. Yep. It's fucking great, man. That is a ridiculous, fucking stupid ass movie, and I loved it so much. Yeah, I was, I was very much into uh, how it, it, it's a trauma movie, 
And it's it's not trauma e not really that like trying to gross you out way. No, and it's but, not like overly comedic. Yeah, like silly. But it is silly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's silly. <laughs> Uh, and also too, like some of the like demon effects and stuff at the end, like whenever the the band turned into the demons and all that jazz, yeah, looked pretty cool. They look man. cool, yeah. I agree. Rock and soundtrack. It was rad. Fit yeah. the bill for me, man. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed that. We watched through uh, season two of the Righteous Gemstones. I haven't gotten on that one yet. God damn, dude! Even it is so fucking one, good. Say, huh? I think that it's probably yeah. better than the first season. Like, I've heard that from uh, several people. So. The first season, you know, it had. Obviously, a lot of really fucking hilarious stuff in it, mm-hmm. and especially towards like the second half of the season, it got pretty dramatic and pretty dark. Yeah, and you know this has its own serious moments in it as well. But like every episode has at least fucking five or ten parts that I was like laughing the fuck out loud yeah. to. There is so much hilarious shit, man. Mm-hmm. Really, really recommend it. I think okay. it's fantastic. Yeah, I'll, I will say better than season one. Okay. Yeah. So that was right. good. Enjoyed that. We watched a documentary last night called One of Us. Okay. And What's this about? It is about people that are um, in the process of leaving the Hasidic Jewish community. Ah, uh, okay. It was interesting. Also revealed to me that I know jack shit about Hasidic Jews. I oh, had okay. no idea how insular that community was and yeah. all the regulations and lifestyle things that they abide by. Mm-hmm. Holy moly. They go hard. They do. Doesn't um, sound fun. No. Uh my my uh cousin and his his now wife lived in in West Hollywood which is a uh, a uh, Orthodox Jewish enclave okay. in Los Angeles huh. and uh, we one time were walking from a bus stop to a bar and the uh this sweet old Jewish man came out and he was like Excuse me, uh, could you lower our air conditioning for us? Oh, it was a Sunday. Uh, uh, yeah, and, like instantly I knew what he was talking about because, like, when I was Mormon, I studied all sorts of other religions, just trying to get a, a good perspective on Dip everything. Dipping a toe in the water. Yeah, um, and I immediately was like, "Yep, I got you, man." Uh, and I'm walking in. And Emily's behind me, and he's explaining as we're walking, like, why. And I'm like, nope, no problem. I got it. I <laughs> yep. know. Go yeah. up to it, lower it. And he's like, thank you so much. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Eat shit. It really it was like, he was being so nice up to the point that uh, I did it. And at that point, it was like, now get out. <laughs> and now you we're have done. served your yeah. purpose, and <laughs> yeah. it's time for you to leave. And I was like, cool. Thanks. I mean, I don't really want to hang out here anyway. So yeah, well, yeah, what was I going to do? You're a stranger, man. Like, exactly. I don't so, know yeah. you. Kind of worked out, like... I know some people would have been like jostled by that that like turn, but for me it was like, yeah, no, Makes I agree. Sense. Yeah, we're done. <laughs> <laughs> I wish more interactions in life were me like too. that. Yeah, it's like so much more. I wish people could just be blunt yeah. and just be like, no, we're we're done here. Oh, okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was a it was a well made documentary. I will say quite depressing. I bet there's a lot of people in those communities that have not had the best time. Yep. Not the best time. I mean, uh, you can see it with uh, Mormons as well. Uh-huh. They're, they're not as insular, but you go to Utah and they are. Oh, yeah. Because there's not really a whole lot of outside no. when you're in Utah. Uh-uh. So it's easy to become very insular. You just assume everybody's Mormon and everybody has the same you know, morals and ethics and whatnot. Every, I'll tell you what. 
about Utah. I haven't been out there around Salt Lake myself. Yeah. Plum, everybody out there is either a Mormon, mm-hmm. a punk, yeah. or a mountain. It's true. A lot of mountain people out there. No, just mountains. I know. They're just yeah. a person. Just is a mountain. Yeah. Just hanging out, being all tall, uh-huh. taking up all the skyline. Real rude. <laughs> Get out are. of the way. I'm trying to They're see the rude sun. As hell. Rude as hell. Rude as hell. They're not very pretty. They're majestic in their size, but they're just kind of gray. Yeah, big know? gray yeah. rocks. Yeah. yeah. It, it is. It is. Salt Lake is a weird city. Because if you go south or of Salt Lake, like, the punks aren't there. The mountains are still there. They so are. it's all Mormons or mountains. Yep. <laughs> I mean, while I was out there, I had a good time because Mormons are suspiciously nice people. Yeah. The punk rockers saw me with uh, long hair and ear piercings and it was like, like, this hey, guy's cool. Yeah. This guy rocks mm-hmm. too. And the mountains just stayed really far away and they were quiet. They didn't say a damn word. Not a word. A little standoffish, <laughs> frankly. That's true. But I'll take it. <laughs> like that impersonal pan pizza. Uh-huh. Exactly right. <laughs> uh, the... The movie that um, our pal Brandon recommended to us long ago, The Vigil, oh, yeah, which yeah, I've yeah. talked about, uh-huh. is about a, a Hasidic Jew is, who has Word. left the community and is asked to come back to sit with, with a body. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, so it, it deals with with that. Word. Definitely worth watching. Okay, and you yeah. check that out. That's about all that I've watched. I've been so fucking busy, man. I've been turning in work like dang crazy here yeah. lately. Yeah, I've had a bunch of fucking deadlines and stuff. Yeah, it's all yeah. been really cool stuff, man. But it's been busy. It's yeah. been really damn busy. As soon as we're done, I'm, I've got like more video and stuff to edit. So. Holy shit. <laughs> Just going and going, man. What have you been watching? Oh, man. All sorts of things. Um, on the old screaming chat, we watched a, a little movie called Great White or The Last Shark. Okay. A.K.A. Italian Jaws. I was hoping it was about the band Great White. Oh, that would have been cool. Ah. Once bitten, twice shy, babe. I don't know the last time you listened to that song is. Mm-mm. It sucks. I bet. <laughs> I bet. I like, yeah. And you know, I love all that shit, but right. But Great White, they're not like one of those bands. That they oversold it with the great part. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> You know, like they average just white. Said white. Oh, you know what though? <laughs> I bet they were gonna go with. Hey, we're really more like an average white. Let's do that. And they're like, no, average white bands already a thing. <laughs> I guess we gotta go with great. Gotta go. We gotta go with great. Unfortunately. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. So yeah, the last shark. It's it's Italian Jaws. It is. It's got all the Jaws beats, but also all the Italianness. So it was pretty fun. So instead of the shark being in water, it's in marinara. Yeah. Yeah. They're all at a marinara beach. Ooh. Um, uh, they have like, oh, they have a little li- linguine pool for the kids, of course. Well, of course, yeah. 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 They're not big enough to get in the uh-huh. marinara. Uh-huh. All, all the men on the beach, of course, are hairy-chested. Yes. Big tummies. Yeah. Gold chain. As they should be. Yeah. This Looking is the hot, way. too, honestly. Is the soundtrack, da-da-da-da, da-da-da, da-da-da, da-da-da-da, is it like that? <laughs> what is that? <laughs> it's like the Jaws soundtrack. Oh. But Italian, <laughs> obviously. <laughs> what did you think I was doing? Oh, Jesus. Oh, man. You just got to put a little Italian flair on it. It starts with a windsurfing scene that goes forever in the song that's playing during it. It's like I was thinking, like, I hope this isn't the song that plays <laughs> the before the movie. shark shows up because it's incongruous. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely, man. Uh, yeah, it was fun though. I mean, listen, Italian movies are what they are. You know, they they're like, amazing, and I love they them. don't like apologize for meandering and being very European. Nope. And, and it's fun. Hell, why I should enjoy. they? 
Why? Yeah, exactly. It's I enjoy it. They're not trying to make American cinema exactly mm-hmm. like they were. I mean, they were they were duplicating American cinema in the beginning, but they did it their own way, and now it's it's its own like thing, you know, totally. Italian cinema. So that was fun. Um, then on Sunday we watched a movie called The Resort. The Resort. It's on Hulu. I love that one. It's um, it's about seventy-seven minutes long. So, so that's, barely a movie. Good that's start. The best part. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, they spend forty minutes of a seventy-seven minute movie convincing us that the four characters we're following suck and need to die. That's a and large I, chunk of the movie. I got that from the first five minutes. So. They want to make sure you really got it, though. Yeah. Like, really, really, really yeah. got it. It's terrible. Ooh. It's really bad. Ooh. It does not sound good. Very bad. Um, uh, But on the other side, I've watched some really awesome stuff. Okay. Number one, I started Peacemaker. Peacemaker. Oh, like the yep. James Gunn uh, DC mm-hmm. series, yeah? Mm-hmm. John Cena. I'm dying to watch it. Is it, as like, is it as awesome as fucking Suicide Squad was? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. It's really, really fun. I'm enjoying it a lot. Man. Wait till you meet Eagly. Yeah? Dude. God damn it. It, it, it. Jesus. It is just... I don't want to ruin it. I don't want to say a okay. word all right, all right. about anything that happens with Eagly, but Eagly's the greatest. Are they 30-minute episodes or 60? 30, I believe. Okay, I can't cool. remember. I didn't really pay attention because Time it was flies. just like... Yeah, yeah. yeah. I got to watch that shit. I keep hearing yeah, this. It's sure. amazing, man. Uh-huh. Um, I also watched on my, my continuing Studio Ghibli marathon getting him giblets getting him giblets i watched my neighbor totoro what was he up to is he over there doing fucking bong hits and listening to motorhead all day i mean kinda he's, he's i mean he's real laid back type of creature but then he 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 gives it a good every once in a while so he's kind of metal i like that it's um it's a real slice of life type of thing there's not like a villain or anything, and it's just really kind of cute. Um, mm-hmm. okay. I enjoyed it a lot. What it's, job it's does the child get, as this is always a you tradition? You know what? Here's the thing. Um, the kids do chores, but w- the main character, uh, one of one of her problems is because her mom is sick, she is being too adult. She's, oh. she's a kid, so she's acting too adult. So they wake up in their new house, and she's already made breakfast. So. Damn. You know, maybe Miyazaki was like, wait a second. Don't get a job, asshole. <laughs> Stay home. <laughs> All right. Be a kid, asshole. That's one of those ones I've heard a lot about. I know it's kind of one of the most well-revered ones with like it's Kiki's great. delivery service and stuff. Well, how are, how is, do you feel it holds up? Is it like as, as good as some of the other ones you've watched? It's it's gorgeous. It's it's wonderful. It's very cute. The story's extremely simple. I mean, I, I would still prefer... Howl's Moving Castle, or, um, yeah, like I, I think I think the others are more adult. The others I've seen so far have been more adult, whereas this is definitely like just real simple and sweet. Okay. Yeah. All right. Which, but I loved it. So, in comparison, that's what I would say is basically that if if you got kids, it's perfect. But also, as an adult watching it, I, I felt like this is extremely cute, and I'm having a lot of fun. All right. People but, say that about me all the time. Yep. <laughs> they sure do. Yep. It's extremely cute, and I'm having a lot of fun. Having a lot of fun. <laughs> That's what they say. Um, but I spent a whole lot of my week, Ben, 
on the Jackass movies. Dude, I have been... Seriously, this is one of those things that, well, I was going to say it's in the cosmic consciousness right now, but honestly, it's because the new movie came yeah. out. Mm-hmm. I've been dying to watch those again lately. I've been fucking doing and watch them. Do it. Are they still just like dumb fucking fun? Oh, well, I can't, you know, I can't turn my brain off when I watch a movie. So no, I, I this definitely has some moments that looking back on, I'm like, I don't like that. Yeah. Yeah. How you mean? Um, specifically in the first one, like there's a bit where there's like, they're in Japan, all the stuff in Japan, I don't much appreciate because the, the Japanese don't care for white people coming to their country and being assholes and disrespecting their culture. No, they is, don't like that. Which no. is exactly what they're doing. So oh. <laughs> like, See, I don't remember any of that. They're stuff. not being like racist or anything, uh-huh. but they're, they're going very much against Japanese cultural norms. Oh, um, yeah, I, I don't. I don't like that. But I would say the first one is the weakest of all of them. Oh, okay. By the time you get to three, I can't think of much in there I would say is problematic or hard to look at or anything. Uh, you know, I was actually surprised because, you know, Steve-O has been sober for 14 years. Jeez. Yeah. Wow. So in three, he's completely sober. Yeah. And... Like I've I've watched he has a podcast and I've watched like some interviews and stuff he's done. He's actually a really good interviewer and really good oh, with people who've gone through sobriety issues. Yeah. Um, and watching him, it was it's just so interesting because in part three there's a, a segment called T ball, and it's just Ryan Dunn hitting a baseball right into his nuts. Uh, <laughs> and as he's preparing for it, he says. Ah, why do I have to be Steve-O? Yeah. And uh, I think that's yeah. like the statement of jackass is basically, why do I have to be this person right now? Because we're all, go- all the group, one of them is going to be that person. They have to be the person getting stung by killer bees or, oh, Jesus. you know, getting fucking hit by a bull or whatever. Yeah, it's yeah. like, why do I have to be this person right oh, now? This man. is the worst. But I don't know, man. There's a good camaraderie and totally, like, yeah. Well, it's just like dumb shit you do with your friends, you know? Yeah, yeah. And like, there's also like, you know, somebody pointed out on Twitter like how very like antithetical Jackass is to toxic masculinity. Like a lot of what they do is like this stupid guy shit, mm-hmm. but they're not being toxic. Like they no. they're supporting each other. They like they after it seems like a, a a philosophy almost like if you pay enough attention after the real hard stuff the person who just got like fucking hit in the face with a football or whatever will tell the person that just did it I love you yeah and <laughs> it's true. like wow this is really sweet um and and they've always like Pontius has always been like flaunting his dick in front of dudes and stuff and it's not like. A homophobic type of thing it's an anti-homophobic type of thing yeah, like totally. he's being like why are you weird about this right yeah stop being weird like totally th- there's some real positives to it there are some things though that's <laughs> like may i can't i couldn't even watch like the, the paper cut say, shit uh, I was, that's what the, i was gonna ask yeah. is like what were the what were the parts that you had forgot about that were just yeah. like unwatchably fucking couldn't do awful. that couldn't do what the leech do, like, on the eyeball. They do like the paper cuts between the fucking fingers and stuff. Don't yeah, oh, and they God. do it on the eye too. Oh, it makes my like, oh, hands ball oh, up, man. Oh, just thinking about that. Fuck that. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, but I mean, man, it's it's a good time though. Like it's fun. I'm dying to see the new one. I am too. Yeah. I think three. Like if I were to rank them, it would be 
three, two, three and a half, two and a half, one. Word. And not even to say that one is terrible. It's well, just yeah. not as good. The other ones are better. They're they're of higher quality. I need to watch them, man. It's Definitely. been too long. Check them out. It's been a while been since a while. I watched oh. Jackass Balls do stuff. I forgot the Joe Ag watch along. <laughs> we watched Reign of Fire. Oh, shit. <laughs> yes. Which, weirdly, I've been wanting to watch that lately, watch, too. Go watch it. It's bad, but <laughs> fuck, I mean, watch it. It's hunks fighting dragons. Exactly, and McConaughey's arms are insane. Oh, like, yeah? They're she so shredded? big, yeah. I don't remember that. Yeah, um, yeah, we watched it on the Jack of All Graves watch along, and man, it, it, uh, it's the type of like idea that you want to be executed really well. Okay. But it, it just isn't great it's kind of boring a lot of the time gerard butler's in it and like just kind of disappears for most of the movie oh that's good yeah it's weird (laughs) (laughs) you got gerard butler but you're like hey you just hang out over there i guess okay all right all right well it sounds not very good no but watch it okay maybe we'll do that a watch (laughs) instead dude the other thing that i watched this week what was an american mari ah yes and this is a movie what has so many things to talk about in it. Mm-hmm. I say that we talk about all of them, not a singular topic, as today's Preview Palace. Welcome to the Preview Palace, Chex Mix Edition. There's so many to choose from. <laughs> There's just so many. Yeah, there are. We had a lot of ideas, but none that could sustain an entire no, Preview Palace. not really. It yeah. was all just like, yeah, we could answer that, and then, oh, that's done already. Yep, that's it. <laughs> so let's just talk about a, a whole bunch of different things. Okay. I'm down with that. All right. How about this? Let's go ahead and kick this off with one of the realest questions this movie, I think, asks of its viewers. If you were getting plastic surgery to make yourself look like a cartoon character, like, oh, what's-her-name does to look like Betty Boop, that old Beatrice Betty Boop character, Uh what cartoon character are you getting plastic surgery to look like? Hmm. Well, I mean... I try to think of of uh, the the cartoon characters that I've heard are most fuckable. Oh yeah, and one that I hear often is the Fox Robin Hood from yes. Disney's Robin Total Hood. Total hunk. So I'm gonna be the Fox Robin Hood from Disney's Robin Hood. I think that's a fucking quality choice. <laughs> yeah. And actually, that is one that I was thinking of choosing as well. Yeah. I was like, you know what? I just look like a hunky fox man. Mm-hmm. That'd be pretty cool. I think. I mean, my other choice was Roger Rabbit. I'm gonna hit you with a wild card right here. Mm-hmm. What if I got an extensive amount of body modifications done so that I could look like Casey Jones from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? I don't even think that would take a lot. Right? I'd probably just do a haircut and grab a hockey stick. Well, but I have to have the the <laughs> hockey mask is now my face. Oh, shit. Yeah. Okay. So it's going to take a little bit of work. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. I'm with you. But it'd be really cool. That I'd is never, cool. I never yeah. have to like shave or buy razor blades again. Nope, nope, because of the hockey nice. mask. Yeah. Exactly, man. Uh, very COVID-friendly. That's sticking around. Always wearing a mask. Yeah. How about that? I like it. It's a good choice. It was either that or, or Krang and the, the big thing <laughs> that he's in. That thing. I could probably play Krang's body right now. <laughs> Just cut a hole in my midsection and... I mean, you know, I think it'd be a pretty good way to live life. I'm I just think saying. so. No, I think you're right. So a fuckable fox and Casey Jones... <laughs> That's where we're at. Hey, Casey Jones, that dude's fuckable, too. Extremely. April was thinking about it. Athletic. Mm-hmm. Very athletic. Plays a number of sports. Yeah, a sportsman, that guy. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. That's right. Okay, let me ask you about this. This is a movie uh-huh. 
what was made by a couple mm-hmm. of crazy old twins. <gasps> twins. Some twins, I'm twins. saying. There's two of them. Double mint gum style. It's them Sasuke sisters. Mm-hmm. They made this movie, and they were in this movie, and mm-hmm. there are two of them. Who are your favorite people, of which there are two? Who is your tremendous twins? Uh, my my wife and her brother. Okay, well, you know what? Yeah. That's a pretty easy answer for yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. I should probably choose. I'll say my wife and, and her brother, but then after that, huh, <laughs> maybe Tomax and Zaymot? <laughs> Who's that? The guys from... Uh, 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 G.I. Joe that are twins. And I don't remember them. <laughs> okay. Maybe not them then. Are Maybe they all I just sick? made them up. I don't know. <laughs> Could be. I don't know, man. Uh, who else we got? Mm, we got those uh, creepy-ass twins from The Shining. They're pretty cool. Ooh, they're pretty cool. Yeah, listen, you get to play with them forever. Yeah, forever? You don't have to work. You're uh-uh. just playing. Nope. Oh, they're spooky. So what? What about, what about them twins from uh, Friday the 13th? Is it part, the double mint twins? part four? The uh-huh. double mint twins that uh-huh. are in there? I mean... They're pretty cool. They seem cool. <laughs> they like to do a swim. They do like to do a swim. That's a good point. So... Yeah. yeah. All right. That's a good choice. Okay. If it's between them and the twins from The Matrix, they might kung fu oh, you. Oh, man. The dreadlock twins? The dreadlock twins, man. Yeah. I don't want to hang out with them. I don't guys. think I would really want to hang out with them. <laughs> no. They seem... Less cool. <laughs> Way uncool. I'll tell you a pro move, though, and I just read this. Somebody like tweeted it or something, and it's completely true. Whenever you meet a new person, mm-hmm. you can just tell them that you have a twin, and then anytime you see them out in public and you don't want to talk to them. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know who you are. Yeah, you're like, I'm not Steve. I'm the twin. Yeah. <laughs> and you don't even have to have a name. Yeah, you don't even have to have a name. You just say, I'm the twin. Yeah, and then the next time that they see you, they'll be like, oh, I ran into your twin the other day. Yeah. And you can be like, oh, yeah, he's kind of a dick, isn't he's he? He's real standoffish. Yeah, he probably didn't talk to you, did he? You yeah, know what that guy's favorite meal is? Impersonal pan pizza. Impersonal. He doesn't want to get too close. He's just keeping it at arm's length with sure, that pizza. Sure, I'll take a supreme pizza. I don't care. I'm afraid of the intimacy that a personal pizza <laughs> comes with. You want to know my toppings? I don't know. <laughs> you really want to know how hungry I am? How much of you I'm going to eat? I'm not ready for that kind of exposure. You got to be vulnerable to do that. Yeah. I'm not there yet. I'm no. very, I got walls all around me. Yeah. You know? That's how my twin is. Yeah. Exactly <laughs> He's right. He's that man. type of person. Yeah. I think that those are probably the best twins. Now, this is a movie, what is considered by many, we'll, we'll talk about the specifics here, to be a revenge movie mm, yeah. somebody mm-hmm. revenging in here people getting revenged people getting revenged on but it ain't the only one you got any favorite revenge movies steve yeah i mean we just talked about recently nobody and Nobody's john wick great. and all those love john wick that's yeah. that probably gonna be the first one that came to mind for yeah me. i do love john wick yeah i think john john wick nobody those are good because if somebody's probably. mean to your dog yeah. You have the right to exactly. shoot like a hundred people in the face. Yeah. But then there's also Kill Bill uh, mm. or Inglorious Bastards. Both revenge movies. Oh, man. Kill Bill is so fucking good. Kill Bill is great. Yeah. I like Kill Bill more than John Wick. Yep. 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 Kill Bill. Mm-hmm. That's the fucking one. That is a great one. It's a great yeah. choice, man. Yeah, I'd be with you. Okay. Now, this movie features some really edgy hard rock soundtrack. 
I'll tell <laughs> you does. this. It does. It's so hard, uh-huh. man. It's going to rock you until you're erping up on your shoes with the hit single that's in this called Puke Rock, Steve. Puke Rock is a song in this movie. Yeah. Puke Rock. Puke Rock. That was somebody's idea for their song. Uh-huh. Puke Rock. Who would you say is the king of puke rock, Steve? Oh, the king of puke. I mean, Gigi Allen. That's the obvious choice. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Gigi Allen's a good Hard one. Hard to Who beat. pukes on stage? So, yeah. you know what? Underdog choice right here. I think his name is, uh, is it Bert or Brent McCracken? The singer from The Used? Okay. That guy used to, like, throw up at every show. Oh, no. It was just, like, a nervous thing. <laughs> he would seriously, like, puke. On stage, like at every fucking show. I Man, I am in awe of the people who have extreme stage fright and are still like, I'm going to start a band. Worth it. Yeah. I have to throw up every night, but you know what? Worth it. It's it's either that they're just really brave or really dumb where they're like, I'm going to start a band. And then they get up on stage and they're like, what Ugh. the fuck is this? Ugh. I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe if you ask them about it, they'd be like, I literally can't think of anything else to do. This is it. This is all I could think of. It's all I could think of. <laughs> I don't want to do anything else. I can't come. I'm bad at everything. Listen. I have I, to. I, I can totally feel that. <laughs> if, somebody, if they said that to me, I'd be like, yeah, you're right. Go on stage and puke, sir. Is it fun? No, but what's the alternative? <laughs> I agree with Not you. Not doing something? Yeah. Got to have something to do? <laughs> All right, so the used and Gigi Allen. G- <laughs> they definitely, very similar bands. I'll also uh, add in, and I already told this story a while back, the Emotron. Oh, right, the Emotron. Yeah. I remember. Who I saw in Spartanburg mm-hmm. and uh, at the Ground Zero venue, and he power chugged a case of beers. And projectile vomited in the I'm crowd. I'm sure Guar integrates puke, right? Surely. Yeah, yeah, Surely. yeah. For sure. Yeah. For sure. There you go. Yeah, all fluids. Mm-hmm. All fluids accepted, man. Yeah. Okay, that's a good one. That's a good one. Steve, this movie deals okay. with a lot of people that refer to themselves as slashers. Ah, yes. Slashers, meaning surgeons. Mm-hmm. But old American Mary, she's kind of a new slasher on the scene. Slashing it up. Although I, I do think her act and her career are short-lived. Yeah, I really wish there had cool been trick. some ambiguity at the end of this. Yeah. That would yeah. have been nice. Because a, a sequ- I, could, I could go for a sequel. I could, I you know like. what? Yeah. So this is a slasher what emerged in the post-2000s era, but she's not alone. No. You are not alone. I'm here with you. Did you hear the new Corey Feldman single? The no. Comeback King? Uh-uh. That's really bad. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. It's really bad. He's doing, like, very much a fake Michael Jackson kind oh, of no. uh, inflection in it. And, like, dressing like Michael Jackson as he has for the past few years. Yeah. It's weird, man. Oh, okay. It's just weird. Bless him. Bless him, yeah. Bless him. Poor guy. So, anyway, who's a slasher from the post-2000s that you think is kicking it? Okay, so there have been, I mean, you know, we've had some biggies like, uh, you know, Jigsaw, yeah, et cetera. Yeah. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. And then, you know, the the Hatchet series. I forget what his name is. Ha- yep, yep, Hatchet. Oh, yeah. We got mm-hmm. Art the Clown of Terrifier Terrifying. fame. A lot of people yeah. like that feller. Mm-hmm. I think my favorite, though, is, is, uh, is uh, uh, what's his name from Malignant? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Old backwards face. Yeah. You don't have to love Malignant nope. to agree that that's a real cool fucking villain. Like, I can't lie, dude. Yeah. Like, honestly, yeah. Yeah. The further away I get from Malignant, the more that I'm just like, 
Man, that was just dumb. I I enjoyed (laughs) that. I love it. I love it now. Yeah, I'm way into it. Fuck, I can't remember his name, though. No. I I keep wanting to say Belial because, you know, obviously he's a basket case kind of homage. It was like a really obvious name, too. They said it like a hundred times in the movie. Somebody right now screaming, screaming. Yeah. But guess what? We're not going to check. We're just going to let you scream. We're going to let you do it, man. Scream it away. (laughs) I would definitely watch more movies. Yeah, with that fella running backwards, yes, throwing, throwing chairs, chairs backwards. backwards. I want to see a movie where he has to fight crisscross. Fuck! Oh right? my god! That's yes. the sequel that we need. Yes, we need we need House Party. Uh, wait, was there a House Party Four? House Party Three was Pajama Jamie Jam. <laughs> house Party Four. If there hasn't been a House Party Four, we need House Party Four with crisscross as uh you know the. The guest stars. So we got our regular. Uh, what are their names? Fuck. Oh, the house Kid party play? guys. Kid and play. Yeah. Kid and play. We got Kid and play. They invite Chris Cross over uh, to a haunted house. <laughs> I guess. Okay. Yes. But it turns out it's not haunted. It's just old boy up in the attic again. He's malignant. He's malignant. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then Chris Cross has a final battle with him after he kills Kid and play. I think it's also a dance battle. Oh, obviously. You know? Holy shit, that would be so cool. Trademark dead lovely. Like, we need this. Oh, my God. We need God. this so badly. That's awesome. Because any horror franchise goes on long enough, they start getting the rap stars in there. Yeah. Yeah. You have to. Yeah. It's either Buster Rhymes or Coolio if it's the 90s. It is. Yeah. Well, or LL Cool J. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That does happen. Yeah. So, yeah, we need that. That'd be great. I'd fucking watch the shit out of that. Fuck yeah, man. I, yeah, I would watch Backwards Man do... Pretty Whatever. Much anything. Yeah, I don't just, really care. yeah. Give me a sequel to *Malignant*. I I don't care. I still watch it. I don't care what quality it is. I'd watch it. I don't give a shit, man. Yep. Okay, I got just a couple more questions I want to ask you here, Steve. Now this movie it deals with the crazy and wild world of extreme body modification. Mm-hmm. People out there modifying. Yeah. What the good Lord give them, making it more better, making it suit them more. You yeah. know, I mean, listen, uh, we'll talk about it a little bit more when we get to the to the movie portion here. Body modification is a very broad uh, thing. Yeah. I mean, something as simple as a, a haircut is body modification. OK, yes, technically, technically. But I'm going to want to go a little more extreme. Oh, dude, what are you doing? Shotgun dick. Shotgun dick. Dick. Yeah, I want to listen. Double barrel, over under, side by side. <laughs> Holy shit! Side by side. Side by side. Yeah, yeah. get two urethra and get <laughs> get it, get it a little bit cut back, you know, so you get a better spread. Off. Okay, that's a good idea. Okay, alley sweeper. Yeah, give me an alley sweeper dick. <laughs> so when I piss, Jesus you Christ. know how you want when you piss, you want it to go everywhere. a wide pattern. Yeah. yeah. If you're not coating the entire bowl, you're doing it wrong. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's how I feel. <laughs> Can you imagine just standing next to that guy at the urinal? And you it's just... <laughs> and, like, it's spraying over the top of the, <laughs> of the fucking walls of the urinal, but then also you look down, and it's, like, raining down on the floor, and you're like, what the fuck is going on here? Well, see, my original, I'm impressed. My original idea was to get the piss out as quick as possible. Oh, like all at once. One of the power pistols. But yeah, it's going to spread and it's going to go everywhere and it's going to be fun. <laughs> Sounds like a good time, honestly. Fun. What about you, Ben? What are you modificating? I'll tell you this, man. I've got this one on the books. Well, it's not on the books yet. i got to schedule it. Mm-hmm. I want the doctors to go in and remove 
my four backmost teeth out of my head. I want them to yank them straight out. Wow. Yeah, what? the wisdom teeth specifically. Yeah, you just want to have them just yanked right out. Yeah, I do it to spit in the face of my creator <laughs> specifically because he gave me these and I'm like, I don't want them. I don't want them. Take them back. Your imperfect creation. From hell's heart, I strike at thee. Yep. Mm-hmm. So what they're going to do first is they're going to they're going to uh, cut my molars out of my head. Yeah. And then I'm going to pay a lot of money to have this procedure done where they put like a, it's like a plastic cage around my teeth. Right. And the thing about it is, is it like binds them and like moves them into all different positions and mm-hmm. stuff. And like every couple of weeks they have to like modify it again and put a new one on there. So it okay. keeps spreading my teeth like wow. further back into my head. It's pretty fucked up. It's crazy, dude. But it's, it's what I need. Yeah. It's what I need. So can't I know wait, it sounds crazy. Can't wait to see the final results. It's gonna be wild. It's gonna be wild. People are gonna be like, "What is that guy? A devil?" Oh my god! I'm gonna be so happy about it. I'm just gonna be smiling everywhere I go. Oh shit! Yeah, show people. people. Be, He's crazy. Look at these teeth. Whoa! Arr. Whoa! Mm-hmm. God didn't make those straight teeth. They'll say. <laughs> they'll say. They'll look at. They'll look at my shining pearly whites and go, "God is dead." Yeah. <laughs> That's what people will say. <laughs> If he were alive, he wouldn't allow such an atrocity. <laughs> I think whenever I take off my final like Invisalign for the last time or whatever, I think that is what I'll do. I will hold it up to the sky, mm-hmm. and I will just scream, God is dead. Yeah. I think it's cool. I think so. Yeah, that's pretty <laughs> fucking rad. I know. It's pretty hardcore. Makes shotgun dick look stupid. Kind of mild by yeah. comparison, honestly. <laughs> you know? I like it. I think it's a pretty good idea. Okay, the last thing I want to talk about here, and this is uh, not relevant whatsoever okay. to fucking uh, to, to American Mary, but is relevant to Jackass, which yeah. you're just talking about. Uh-huh. Because the thing is, is that whenever those movies came out mm-hmm. and the show and all that stuff, of course, all of us fucking did stupid shit. Oh, all of us dumbass idiots before we, we had were the, already the doing stupid shit. I mean, that's kind of the thing. Teenage doing boys were doing. already doing stupid shit. Now that's we why see. it was good, though. It's like you saw it on TV, and it was like that representation thing where it's like, they do what I do, and they're famous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah. what well, kind of stupid-ass shit did you do? Um, a lot of my stupid shit involves cars. Um, one time, we were in the parking lot. Remember, remember where Gino's Pizza was? Of course. Yeah. So we were in that parking yep, lot. Yeah, that's a classy part of town. Uh huh. And there was just a just a cart sitting out in the middle of the parking lot where nothing else was. And I had a piece of shit 1985 Chevy Nova that uh, uh, we got for five hundred dollars. Um, and I treated that car exactly as it deserved to be treated. Yeah. Which was like a absolute piece of garbage so like we saw it and i just started driving at it and hit it hard as fucking it went flying oh and we were like laughing our asses off but it kept going we thought it would like tumble over yeah it just kept going straight fast as hell and smashed right into the side of a car oh shit yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my grandparents were not happy. Oh no! no. But uh, one that I think is is probably like we immediately got comeuppance, but it was also so fun. There's this back road um, near where my 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 aunt and uncle used to live, and and on the way to our our friend Harold's house, it was it was all gravel, so it was already a little squirrely. Okay, yeah, but it also had this like hill you would crest over and you get that like woo sort oh, yeah. of feel yeah so we'd hit that motherfucker going 
pretty fast. Uh, and sometimes you'd get a little air. And it was fun. Yeah. Well, one night, we were real stoned. <laughs> <laughs> and me and my friend Chris and Matt, uh, we're going, and I'm going, it, it, I am driving a car that I have never done this in. It was a Buick. And they have a very bouncy suspension. Okay, yeah. It's like riding on air. Right. And so we hit that, and we got so much air, but it immediately started going right. Oh, no. Over a fence into a cow field. Oh, shit. <laughs> so. <laughs> Hitting them cattles. No, we didn't hit the cows. That would have fucking sucked. That would have been very bad. Yeah, we didn't hit the cows. But now we're in this field that is just all mud. And a farmer comes out, and we're like, hey, man, sorry, we're in your field. How <laughs> we do did we... a sick jump. Yeah, <laughs> we didn't say that. How, how, sorry, we're in your field. How do we get out? And he was like, ain't my field. And we were oh. like, what? He was like, there's a gate over, but I can't get you to it. There's another fence in between. And I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> and so he went back into his house. He was just like, well, not, not my, my problem. fucking problem. Nope. And so I drive through this mud. Luckily, this Buick was just like, no, nah, I can make it. Uh, it. Drive through this mud to that fence, and it's a single strand of of barbed wire that is electrified. Oh, shit. So <laughs> I drive the hood up, and it goes right under it. And I'm like, fuck it. I'm going, going for I'm it. I'm going under. Oh, my God. And I start going forward, and it gets to the windshield, and it starts going up over the windshield, and it gets right to, like, the lip where it would go to the roof, and it gets stuck, and I reach out and push it up, getting shocked, no. and just keep driving. You were getting buzzed, <laughs> just fucking pushing this thing over the top of this Buick. That's incredible. What? That's so trashy and stupid. That's so Morristown. And it scratched a oh. huge fucking gouge all the way down. <laughs> Dude, that's fucking oh, amazing. Jesus. And then we got to the gate, and the gate wasn't locked, and I was like, that's wonderful. Yeah. Fucking, we just opened it and left. I mean, we wow. closed the gate, obviously. We weren't going to let somebody's cows get out. But car was fine. <laughs> Aside from a gigantic gouge all wow. the way down the fucking front and roof. And your ears were probably ringing for a little while from all that the electricity from juice running through it didn't take. It didn't take long. It really was just a push up real quick. So I got like a... Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, back in the day, like when we were all just kids getting our first cars and most of us just had pieces of shit. Yeah. It was so fun. It was because it it's was like so it's a fun. piece of shit. Who what cares? does it matter? Yeah. There was uh, a friend of mine that had a car. It sounds kind of like the Nova that you were describing, mm -hmm. really. And uh, we used to all go out and party in this car and fucking cruise around Morristown and you know do donuts in the food city or food line parking lot and all uh -huh. this stuff. Yeah. And this was like right at the time where it was getting really cool in Morristown, fucking Tennessee, to like do the body kits on the Hondas. Oh, yeah. So you'd have uh -huh. people with like a fucking, you know, CRX that they had spent like a couple thousand dollars on a body kit. And yeah, spoiler for some reason. On. Yeah. And so this one night, we decided we'd be like the cool kids and go out in, in Jeremy's jalopy mm -hmm. with a body kit that we yeah affixed to this like, yeah, whatever, 1978 Nova or whatever it was <laughs> he was driving. Uh-huh. Uh, just made of like cardboard and like masking tape. We put like like... <laughs> like scoops down the side we made like a wing we made like a hood scoop that's awesome just out of like cardboard and shit uh -huh. 
and even on the wheels we put like the masking tape going across like the uh the uh those like spokes on yeah like spokes yeah 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 yeah. we made like tape spokes on the wheels and stuff for it and uh we definitely we got a lot of a lot of hoops and hollers on the strip i'll tell you that and then we also did do some yeah smashing into buggies and stuff in parking lots with that we did some sick jumps in that thing too oh my god we used to God, simple times. Oh, my God. Okay, so, again, this is so local, but the Jefferson City old Walmart parking oh, lot. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, in, in the back there, like the area where the trucks would go, we would we would go back there and just fucking floor it and just, like, try to get around it as fast as we could. Oh, shit. And one time it was wet, and... We were coming like right to where we needed to take the the left curve, and I tapped my brakes and it was like nope, and like <laughs> I I like hit them and we slid 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 and just like barely bumped the wall. Oh, and we all laughed our fucking asses off because it was like <laughs> the car almost just crashed into a wall. We might have been hurt. <laughs> Let's Holy go shit. get more stone. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> I miss, dude. I miss those times of just doing fucking dumb Being stuff. Being idiotic, man. yeah. But see, that's the thing is like, we never involved other people no. in our idiocy, and I think that like that that can, be, especially with like social media and stuff. A lot of times, people are going for clout and whatnot, and they involve a lot of other people in their stupid stuff. And it's like, as long as no one else is involved, it's fine. Yeah. If it's you and your dumb friends, who, who cares? Shit? Yeah. So usually that's what we would do as well. Yeah. Um, I've told the stories about like cruising around with Justin Marion and yeah. our, our stupid bonk club days and all this dumb uh-huh. stuff that we used to do. And um, there was this one time that myself and my brother and a couple other people that we knew, we had a a, a friend from back in the homeschool days. And this is during that time period, yeah, where we'd go out late at night and just do all kinds of random stuff. Uh-huh. And we decided what we would do is like, over and over and over and over and over and over and again. I'm talking like so fucking many times. We would go out really late at night. We would gather up whatever was on the side of the road at Trash Day, whether that would be old busted TVs or like mm-hmm. uh, weed eaters, vacuum cleaners, mm-hmm. just whatever junk people had set out on the side of the road. We'd throw that in the back of my brother's truck, and then we'd go and like put it on the doorstep, on the door in front of windows, on the roof of this friend of ours' house. Now, when I say a friend of ours' house, I really mean our friend's parents' house, okay? (laughs) The parents are the ones that have to deal with the shit. Yeah. Yeah. So we did this over and over and over. Like, there was Uh one time that we, somebody had set out, like, an old, like, big screen TV. Like, some of those ones are, like, the size of, like, furniture, you know? We hauled that into the back of the truck. And we dropped it off, like, blocking their front door. <laughs> so it's like the next day they probably tried to open the front door and they hit a huge TV that just appeared there. Dude, we, we threw a vacuum cleaner on top of their roof in the middle of the night. <laughs> just As an adult, I'm thinking about it and I'm like, that would piss me off so much. Oh, dude. But now I'm thinking also, like, it's really funny. My fucking dumb dickhead kids' friends <laughs> yeah, doing all this really stupid funny. stuff. So we did this. Like an entire summer. I mean, just kept doing this dumb stuff. Yeah. And um, so one day we were all together, like in the daytime for once, and we're like, let's go drive by his house and see, you know, mm-hmm. just wave or something, something right. stupid, you know? Um, and we drive by, and there's like a U-Haul in the driveway, 
and we see that it's totally not our friend's house. It's just some people. No, no. <laughs> like moving now. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. What? Maybe <laughs> partially because of the stupid shit we've been doing all summer. We had been like bombing the wrong house. <laughs> There's somebody out there right now telling well, the story of their haunted house <laughs> yeah. where objects kept showing up out of trash. nowhere. It was just trash on the porch <laughs> and on the damn roof and... We felt really bad about oh, it. Jesus. We felt really, really bad about That's it. That's really They looked funny. like nice people. I bet they were. I bet they're very kind, wonderful people who are frightened of oh, that home. Oh, my God, <laughs> man. Oh, my God. We drove up, and it was serious. Just like, oh, my God. That's not his house, dude. <laughs> You're fucking wrong. It was like the next house over was actually his house or something. So stupid, man. That's great. So stupid. That is awesome. Oh, man. <laughs> Things I would not do again for a million dollars. No, no way. Uh, but it's fun to go back and talk about on a podcast. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> I want to hear your all's jackass stories yeah, let, on the Facebook group, by the way. Because I guarantee, I, I, know, uh, I know our listeners, they've oh, got some yeah. dumbass stories. <laughs> I've done some dumbass stuff with some of our listeners. Yes, so for sure. Yeah, for you sure. You just mentioned Justin Marion. Oh, yeah, I mean, by name. We've both done dumbass shit with Justin Marion. Very dumb. Brandon Wood as well. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I definitely, yeah, I, I'd love to hear, because, man, those pre-internet days, you could get away with a lot of shit. Yeah. You could, because it would, like, one person would be involved, and they'd be like, I don't want to deal with this. Yep. Instead of the entire internet knowing about it and being like, destroy them. <laughs> Back <laughs> when it was America before Back. Biden. That was before Biden. Before, yep. It was only in 2021 that times started getting Changing. weird. Mm -hmm. Changing, I tell you what. <laughs> but yeah, definitely do tell us your fucking old school dumb jackass stories over there on the Facebook group. It's the only reason to use Godforsaken Facebook. Yeah, right? for sure. Oh, man. I just find myself spending less and less time on that fucking shithole unless it's like no, on yeah. a group. Yeah, the, the, the group's all that I care about because I, I don't want to deal with that shit. Fuck no. I want to deal with a co-beer in my face. Let's, okay. Let's split us one right here. All right. This is one left over from our Christmas beer exchange. Might be the last one. No, I think I got a couple more in there. We exchange a lot of beers. Yeah. Um, this is a Southern Tier Brewing Company, which we have a lot of luck with. We love a Southern Tier in this yep. household. This is their 2 Xmas. Spiced double ale. Yeah, that's how you say that, right? A l e ale, ale. Ale. Yeah. It's an, it's an exotic ale. beer. Uh, yeah. This is brewed with orange peels, ginger root, cardamom, cinnamon, fig paste, and cloves. Damn. Is this potpourri or is this beer? I'm excited for this. It I smells mean, like potpourri and beer. We are. We have just uh, gotten into March. I guess we're. Are we? St we're still in winter. So yeah, this is unfortunately. Yeah, this is a winter beer. It, it, it works. It works. You know yeah. what? It's close enough. Let's pull I, this thing out here and just see what it do. Southern I definitely have stuff. like, because I, I didn't used to be a seasonal type of person. Like, I know certain things are seasonal, but I don't think certain flavors are seasonal. Ain't ever a bad time for Miller High Life. I'll tell you that. <laughs> That's a good point. Year round. But like, I have recently noticed that certain combinations of spice now that it's getting closer to spring i'm not really as into them yeah totally i think this might fall into that category where i'm like this is too christmasy oh. yeah it's too spicy it's like if this were christmas and it were cold outside and like yeah i would be like way into this yeah because it's, it's got all the good flavors to it but yeah it's just not the time of year for it does this beer know it's christmas after <laughs> all does it bono 
Hey, man, hey. Hey. Did you about that time that Bono and the Edge walked into a bar? No. Bartender takes a look at him and says, oh, no, it's you two again. <laughs> huh? Huh? You get it? That is a good one, Uncle Ben. <laughs> Thank you. I wish you had your peepaw glasses on when you said it. I'd look better. You yeah, would. the joke would, would tell better if I did. <laughs> this is, I mean, it's good for what it is. This is just not the right time for it. Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. Like, I would love this hmm. in December, but right now, just like, eh. Could be in the right beer. Mm-hmm. Could be in the wrong time. <laughs> Isn't that Dr. John? Yeah. Scuba scuba doop Yeah. Like every Dr. John song. Are we sure it's not Dr. Teeth? It sounds like a Dr. Might be Teeth. Dr. Song. Teeth, yeah. yeah. Where does Dr. Teeth begin and Dr. John end? I don't know. Probably the same person. Ain't never seen two of them in the same nope, place at I once. I have not. I'll tell you that. I have not. Oh, well. All right, Steve, we are here to die to be talking to about <laughs> American Maury. Yeah. From 20 and 12. Let's first off deal with the uh, fucking false advertising. Catherine Isabel's a damn Canadian. Yeah. Okay. She ain't American. Right. So there you go. Why is it called American Mary? That's just what they call her on the forums, uh, on the, the, the body mod No, they call her and... Bloody Mary. No, that's what the, isn't that what the, the dancers call her? That's what they have been calling her online. They don't call her American Mary in the movie. I thought they did. I'm 90% sure they didn't. I mean, I was drinking fucking liquor whenever I was watching the movie, so I might be wrong, but... Because, like, whenever she's walking out after that surgery, she's like, oh, you need a cool name, and she's like, make one up. And later yeah. on in the movie, somebody calls her Bloody Mary, and she's like, is that what they're calling me? Hmm. I don't remember anybody ever calling her American Mary. I just assumed that it was, like, significant that she was American because she had, like crippling debt that forced her to do terrible things we're gonna talk about <laughs> we are gonna talk about that because uh, uh yeah i have a lot to say about that but first we have to address the thing that i'm assuming a lot of people are already expecting uh, us to have talked about which is the saska sisters in controversies yeah i didn't know about this until um this morning actually yeah i was i was in the gym and stuff and i was like you know scrolling Doing articles yeah. while i was uh uh you know in between sets and things mm-hmm. and it's like saska sisters all right mm. and i read like an article or two That's, and i was like what in the yeah. fuck but i didn't i didn't delve too much into it and I the did. stuff the stuff that i read was kind of like yeah they they thanked a guy who came to their defense who was a huge all right piece of shit uh-huh and they did an interview on oann well, I think just one Jen didn't the inter- anyway, it doesn't matter. Point is OANN is a far right network, but all they talked about in the interview is censorship because they were dealing with censorship on Twitter when yeah. they posted something from their remake of Cronenberg's Rabbit. It's just a gory, gory picture, whatever. This happens to uh horror people on Twitter a lot and yeah. Instagram. Um that you post something and it just gets flagged because it is brutal looking. Yeah. Um so that wasn't really the controversy. The controversy, you know, of them doing that, not a big deal. The controversy was that then, yes, Jack Posobiec or whatever. Something uh, like that. Yeah, yeah that Jack absolute piece of shit. Piece of shit, yeah. yeah. Uh, he, like, thanked them on Twitter, and a bunch of, like, alt-right people were, like, kind of congratulating them on Twitter. And they didn't speak out against it and then actually went on OANN for an interview about censorship. But at no Which point, of course is what those people fucking love talking about hearing yes. about people censoring me and the horrible yep. things I'm saying. They won't let me say what I want to. So yep. of course, like they're the most fucking willing audience 
of people to listen to anyone be like, I got censored. Uh-huh. Yep. So what what you can say about that for sure is that that was a bad choice on their part. Yeah. Because it hurt their fans. Their fans believed in them, and it hurt them. Uh, and you don't want to do that. So they should have thought that through. I don't think they're secret conservatives or anything. There's no evidence of that. And some of the stuff I saw called out was like they did a uh, a blood PS a PSA about donating blood that has Hitler in it, and it's like if you watch it, it's like Hitler's a joke. Chaplin's been doing that since the 30s. Like we've been making Hitler a joke for a long time. How does Hitler end up in a PSA about donating blood? I'm trying to put the pieces together and draw the point. Watch a to point it. B there. I mean, it's you know, it's stupid, but it's. It's just a joke. It's not like Hitler's cool. Like <laughs> be cool like Hitler. Yeah. He gave blood. It would be like calling Taika Waititi like far right because he made a movie with Hitler and it. it's like, well, no, that's a joke. Like you get there's jokes, right? Mm-hmm. Um, they've also been called out though for being, um, yeah. What is less than supportive? What's the opposite of supportive? Um, unsupportive. Unsupportive. <laughs> Uh, hurting some uh, uh, women filmmakers in their efforts to get into the industry. Okay. Um, reading up on that, I honestly, there's just not enough for me to be able to say anything about it, except it seems like they probably did, you know, upset some people along the way. I don't know what they did. If they were wrong, they were wrong. I try to put it in like in my own world where I'm like, okay, if my if my YouTube channel got fucking you know nuked overnight, right. mm-hmm. and then yeah, I had some like uh, alt right piece of shit Breitbart guy come out and be like, oh, defend Uncle Ben, like I would just ignore it. I wouldn't even yes, acknowledge that, exactly. that happened. I would be like, oh, I'm not even I'm not liking that. I'm not responding to it. I'm acting like this isn't happening because I don't I yeah. don't want any association with any of that. So. A, a poor choice to even acknowledge such a piece of garbage as that piece of shit guy. Yeah, exactly. And this is the guy that like basically helped spread fucking Pizzagate and all this just horse shit. So if yeah. that if that guy came to my defense, I would just ignore the entire thing. Read up on on uh, what happened with the movie Puppet Killers. Specifically, there is a great uh, blog entry about it called Twisted Twins Open Letters and Hostility Within Horror mm-hmm. from okay. 2020 where uh, the, the writer Heather goes very deeply into the accusations against them, what is being a- accused and, and like what the evidence is does try to d- parse out whether this is like canceling or calling out and it really does seem like the people who are instigating this conversation aren't trying to cancel them. They're not saying, like, get rid of their their work. They're saying these are things they need to work on. So I would agree they should improve. <laughs> they should be better. I'd like to know more about it. Um, and, you know, I, I meant to have time to watch some interviews with them and see if they ever address it. You know, if they they don't, that's the problem is Uh there's not a lot of them dealing with the issue. It's kind of sweeping it under the rug. Right. Yeah. They, they didn't ever like come in and just say like, no, we're not, you're not our audience. Yeah, We're not trying to attract that kind of fan base here. That's exactly what people want. They want people who are going to stand up for what they believe in. And then 
if you're willing to go on OANN and then not stand up for anything else, it kind of indicates like that you stand more for that. It does, yeah. Than any of the other stuff you may indicate you stand up for. Mm-hmm. So I, I get it again why why the fans are upset. I also just like don't think it affects how I'm going to look at this movie. We're in. Yeah, yeah. I'd like to know more about it. Honestly, like I said, this stuff just came to light to me this morning, and I've yeah. been really really fucking busy today, so I, I had no time to do any further research into it. Yeah, I'd like to know more. Uh, I'd like to get their side of it and hear what they have to say about it. I mean, it's like all this stuff with them started, uh, this controversy started in 2019. Yeah. And then, of course, shortly after the world ended. Yeah, and it was like, well, who cares about that controversy? There's way bigger shit to care about, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah it kind of just was disappeared. Have you seen any of their other flicks? I haven't, though. I, I you know, uh, I guess I have seen the ABCs of Death segment that okay. they did. Yeah, yeah. But I just don't. Re- I mean, I remember certain ABCs of Death segments, but there's 26 of them in each movie. There's a lot. So it's, yeah. it's hard to remember exactly. Um, I haven't seen See No Evil two. Damn, <laughs> me neither. Shit. Uh, I have seen Cronenberg's Rabbit, and I'm interested in seeing their I've never seen it. remake, just to see you know what they did with it. I mean, because. Cronenberg's Rabbit is, I mean, his 70s stuff is is so weird and interesting and early 80s stuff, like, so weird and interesting. I would like to see somebody else's perspective on it. Um, so I am going to check that out. I just never have thought to sit down and watch well, it. Well, they definitely got, you know, all the love for the, for the body horror and squirmish stuff. Yeah that a Cronenberg film requires as they yeah. display in this movie. <laughs> yeah, I, I think, it, I mean, yeah, this is a body horror movie um, in some ways, though it's a celebration of the body and bodily autonomy. Uh-huh. Like, yeah, I, I think I think that I, I could see their rabid being good. Though I, I looked up the reviews and it was kind of half and half. So Word. some people like, some people don't. I'll, okay. I'll have to check it out. But these uh, these filmmakers, man, uh, it seems like they have a lot of get up and go to what they do. Their yeah. their first movie was made for like five hundred bucks. What twenty five hundred? Yeah, twenty five hundred. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> seems like their budget was oh, about twenty five hundred. Sorry, I was I was reading another article where somebody uh, else was talking about five hundred bucks or something else. Anyway, yeah, yeah twenty five hundred bucks. And they're apparently like really big fans of the the Robert Rodriguez yeah. style of and just like find the cheapest way to do it, man. Yeah. That's that's really cool, man. And I will say uh, th- this script has uh, some a rushed ending, but aside Fairy. from that, fucking extremely good development of your main character, and and honestly, it follows like the the hero's journey so wonderfully well. Hmm. So like they show some good writing and some good like you know. Uh, improvisational way of putting this together in a way that looks really good. I don't know about that. I didn't see her get no lightsaber and fight her dad <laughs> even once. Where's Aunt Maru, huh? Yeah, that's a good point. She didn't She didn't fight her father, but she did get killed by the patriarchy. So we'll talk about that Ooh, in a little okay. bit. Now, how do, how do you mean about it following this hero journey? What you talking about, Willis? Okay, so the hero's journey is, you know, it's Campbell, Joseph Campbell. Uh, the Star Wars is very much... People in college love him. People in college love him. Philosophy teachers all got to teach Pot him. Potheads. Potheads be, be way into him. Um, but basically... Uh, the the hero's journey is the the initiation of the journey that that starts usually with uh, an incident, something that occurs that causes this person to need to get out of their comfort zone. Yeah, 
In this case, it is that she can't pay her student loans. Um, along the way, oftentimes you'll meet a mystical figure or a magical figure. In this kind case, the, I would information say, giver. Yeah. yeah in this yeah. case, I would say it's Beatrice. Beatrice is Hagrid in this movie. Yep. She comes okay. along and okay. says, "You're a wizard, Mary." <laughs> uh, <laughs> just like I her. love Beatrice, and she's so fucking cute. Um, so you, you got your Beatrice then, who comes along, and then you run into your gatekeepers. In this case, the people keeping the gate uh, along the journey path are the surgeons. Those are the people that see her wearing a Nirvana t-shirt, and they're like, you like Nirvana? Name three songs. Yeah, exactly. That's them. That's them. Those are the gatekeepers. You uh, like you like John Deere? Name three tractors. <laughs> huh? The green one, the other green one. Big green third one. green one. Third green one. Um, and then, you know, you start to see the initiation of the journey once we, we've come across our gatekeepers. Because now she's got to walk through the gate. In this case, walking through the gate is, unfortunately, her rape. This causes her to initiate along the path that she rejected when her, her magical figure, Beatrice, offered for her to do these surgeries. Okay, okay. Now she's much more open to the idea. Mm-hmm. So now she starts her path where she becomes a hero, an artist. She becomes this developed, full character who has a special ability. And then she has to fight the patriarchy in the role of Ruby's husband. Ruby it has desexualized herself, and this man feels as though he has control over her body and therefore mm-hmm. kills her beats beatrice and goes to kill mary uh and then she kills him but dies herself in a heroic final beautiful death mm. and um, then the death star explodes and then the death star explodes and it's over that'd be cool if more movies ended with that like really if it just like cut to death star exploding and the credits over the credit, slow-mo exploding. there you go that's what i'm doing with my movie so like uh, when you think of this as like, is this a revenge movie? A revenge movie climaxes with the revenge. Yeah, you're thinking like Last House uh, yeah. on the left, yeah. and I spit on your grave and stuff like that. In this, she Kill gets, Bill even. Yeah, in this, she gets the revenge almost instantly. Yeah, yeah. So she sure does. We find out about it much later in the movie, as far as just like exactly what it is that she has done. But you're right. It's like ultimately her. Little Victory isn't getting back at her uh, rapist. Yeah. That's just another stepping stone along the way. Yeah, to becoming the hero. Like, this movie is titled after her. She is our protagonist. The stuff that she's doing, we're supposed to be rooting on. And honestly, it got me the whole time. I'm for her. Mm -hmm. She's charming. She's talented. She's gorgeous. And everything she does, aside from killing the security guy... Though not entirely justified, I feel her. I'm with her. I'm like, I get it. Well, she definitely didn't seem to be like, cool, I did it. Like, she right. she definitely regretted having to kill yeah. this person as collateral damage. Having to kill the security guard was not something she was happy about. And, and I love that because she is so composed. Like, she is so unflappable. It shows that several times by, like, how many times she's asked to do something you know, that, that is outrageous. Like, say, go in and tell a family that the father just had a heart attack, then instantly go back in and tell them that he died. Yeah. She does it without blinking. Mm-hmm. Like, 
really pay attention, she does it without blinking at all. She's yeah, yeah. staring forward. She goes, okay, walks in and does it. And you could read that as like, oh, she's a sociopath and but has no feelings. That's but not it. She, Yeah, she definitely shows feeling yeah, in so does. many other scenes. Yeah. It's that she is willing to do whatever to escape poverty. And this is where I get to talk about capitalism. <laughs> Real quick before you before you uh, cannonball into that right. one. Do your traditional swan dive into yeah, capitalism. Yeah, straight into capitalism. Again, check a box for the dead and lovely <laughs> fucking bingo chart. That should be chart. the drinking game, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. Other than the security guard and I guess Ruby's husband there at the very end of the movie, mm-hmm. does she kill anybody? No. Because even, even rapist piece of shit guy is alive. Yeah, she is keeping him alive, though. <laughs> Tor- just tortured just barely. as fuck. Oh, yeah. my God, man. Uh, yeah, she doesn't kill the other doctor. That's that's Billy. Um, and, yeah, she's just defending herself against Ruby's husband. So, yeah, really, the security huh. guard is the only, like, blip in there where I'm sure she didn't want to do it. She feels bad about it. But also, she's not going to turn back at this point. Yeah. So that that's kind of her journey too, is she goes from powerless to powerful to then being uh killed mm-hmm. at the height of her power. Um but yeah, so capitalism. This movie is about a person who is driven to extremes by need for money. Yeah. Um I saw some review I like I looked at some reviews and a lot of them said like um that uh she decides to take an easy path or a darker path or, or whatever. And it's like, I, I think some people think that capitalism is being nice and working a job. Whereas, in fact, a large portion of capitalism is fucking everybody over and doing whatever to get yourself ahead. And she's going from being the one fucked over to being the one fucking over. Mm. And as she gains more power, she she uses it more. She yeah. uses it to her advantage more. Oh yeah, I mean she, you can just do the simple math in the movie where she goes from being super broke to yeah. getting like five thousand bucks to do the one thing, uh-huh. ten thousand bucks to do the next thing, yeah, and then immediately after she has ten thousand bucks, she's like, "Hey, Billy, do you want to make five thousand bucks?" Yeah, and off this guy, like she gains freedom and agency through acquisition of currency. Yep. And as she does it, she becomes more. Uh, deranged in ways like she she does kill the security guard she she is almost about to kill the detective until she starts to realize that he doesn't know anything like, yeah she pumps the brakes on that one yeah like it she, really honestly reminds me of like a, a miniature walter white breaking bad yeah, journey in a lot exactly, of ways yeah. where like starts doing this thing because he has to along the way he gets really into it yeah and does things that he never would have done in the past. Yeah. Partially because he's just so addicted to the process of yes. doing it. Yeah. And you can see her find like, uh, you know, near the end, really exercising her power when she walked, like she's finally come around to Billy. It seems like she has come over to basically be like, you know, I like you. Cause like she goes up to see Billy and she stops at the bottom of the stairs and like adjusts, like she opens up her coat and like adjusts her dress and stuff. And then when she gets up, uh, a new dancer is giving him a blowjob and she's very visibly upset and starts to close her coat again. And that's when she then is like, you know, has her Billy conversation and then pretends to leave, but then goes to the bathroom with all of her instruments to kill this chick. 
Like she's going to kill her. That was an odd beat in the movie to me where it's just like suddenly she's like hyper defensive of Billy and jealous of this girl Uh that was with Billy. And it's like Billy's not a good person. No, but that I mean, I mean, come on. How, How many people do you know that get with people who aren't good people like that's it's not what draws someone to another person sure it is he he killed a guy for her yeah like he he took the 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 porn porn it's not porn the rape tape yeah uh, and hit it so that she wouldn't be implicated like he's doing these things for her. he's not a good guy but he cares for her, and she doesn't have people in her life who care for her. So she's, he's just another guy who fantasizes about a woman with a cup of blood. Yeah, he's man. His his fantasies are they get weird. Like he, he has that dream where she stabs him. Yeah, huh? He's into something. Listen, I get Billy in many ways. Now, I him watching that rape tape. No, no, I don't get. But very much understand that. This is this is a gorgeous woman who is smart and talented and funny, and she she's intellectually superior to him. He doesn't deal with that a lot. He's you know he's dealing with basically uh, you know criminals a lot and and not really talking to the smartest people in the world. He's got a he's got someone who makes him feel like he needs to up his game. Man, I feel that. I get that. Mm. That's attractive. He's attractive. Sure. And I'm also, I mean, I said it with the love witch. I, uh, the American Mary could kill me pretty easily if she wanted <laughs> She'd to. Get you. She'd get me She'd pretty get easily. Yeah. Word, man. So I feel Billy, but like, I yeah, it is a very, very toxic, bad relationship. He yeah. He's bad for her. Uh, she, she deserves better. <laughs> I mean, I'm saying this about a person who tortures a guy till almost death yeah till he definitely wants to die all billy's got is titties and shrimp <laughs> i love lance there's a few like funny <laughs> like weirdly funny lines in the movie there are a lot a lot a lot of really good lines too like stuff about bodily autonomy and about like making yeah, yourself appear on there, the yeah. outside the way you feel on the inside and like and and the thing is that it never gets it never gets messagey entirely. It's it just doesn't like get preachy, explanatory, no. like why you want to do this. It's like, giving us some show don't tell right. kind of action with this mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah, and and I think like you know you, you got like Beatrice who just wants to look like Betty Boop. Like she doesn't care if you think that's attractive. Same with uh, Ruby. She yeah. doesn't care. She wants to look. She wants to be desexualized. She doesn't want to be a sexual object. Like okay. That all makes sense. And that's something in this movie that I think that they that they did handle well. Because whenever you're talking about a movie where it's like, yeah, it's about extreme body modification, this crazy underground world of people doing extreme things to their bodies to right. uh, express themselves and feel the way they do on the inside. And then it's like, yeah, a lot of the a lot of the people in the movie are not, you know, covered in prosthetic makeup. So those are people with actual yeah, body modifications. Which is awesome that they got they got actual like Yeah. Because I mean one that saves you money. But two, like, it's better representation. Like, if yeah. you're going to talk about the... Like, and obviously, they're trying to do this respectfully. They're trying That's to... That's what I was going to say. Yeah. It'd be really easy for that to very quickly turn into very exploitation-y, yeah. exploitive, like, look at these freaks kind of thing. Right. But the thing in this movie is, is like, okay, you know, myself, just putting my bias out on Front Street, like, the first time that I saw Beatrice, I was like, whoa, 
God, whoa. Yeah, well, like, I mean... She's got that uncanny valley face. Exactly. And, and, it, and it is a prosthetic. It's, prosthetic, it's not real. Yes, That's yeah. special effects makeup, which looks fantastic, by it the way. It looks amazing. It looks if you really go good. check out Tristan Risk's face, it's like... She don't look like oh, that. she's just a pretty lady. Yeah. And they put all that makeup on her and yeah. made her look like Betty Boop. Uh-huh. Like, <laughs> but then it's like my own bias was revealed to be bullshit as I watched the movie where I was like, oh, Beatrice is like... A nice, wholesome, sweet She's the person. Best. There's like nothing her. fucking wrong with her. She's whatsoever. She is the spiritual and like uh, moral center. Yeah. And Meanwhile, and, like yeah. the the most piece of shit people in the movie are the normal looking people, exactly. quote unquote normal looking people. Exactly. The fucking doctors, Billy, mm-hmm. like even uh, you know uh, Mary. In yeah. Some the ways. most gorgeous person in the movie is probably the most, the fucked, most up. fucked up. Well, no, those surgeons were the most. Well, fucked yeah, up. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But you know what I mean? It's like the the movie kind of goes to show you that these people that are on the outskirts of society and would probably scare a lot of people if they were in an mm-hmm. elevator with them are just kind and gentle, normal fucking people. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's it really it, it questions a lot about judgment based on looks. And, you know, yeah. that's something that I was, I was going to say is like I think that the movie does, like I said, a good job of kind of working off of, you know, your own biases yeah. about these people and what you don't understand. Because I know nothing about the body mod community. I'm not a part of that community. I know nothing about it. Yeah. But then at the same time, Mary sure is awful judgy about that guy that just wants some piercings. She's like, get the fuck out of here, well, amateur. Well, it's a waste of her time. You know, like a piercing's going to be, what, a couple hundred bucks? She's dealing with like $5,000, $10,000 surgeries. She doesn't want to deal with this nonsense. But I don't think it's at all exploitive or anything no. of the body mod no. community, I don't think. And I think we should talk about body modification, just what it is. Because I think when people think about body modification, I mean, the fact that, you know, what you said in the the... The preview palace, and if you skipped to this point, I'll repeat you it. You blew it. Uh, the, the getting your teeth fixed would be the body mod that you want. Yeah. Some people want to get their teeth, like, filed and sharpened or whatever. I just want to get mine fucking straight. Well, and, and that that's modifying the my body. What's the difference? Yeah. Yeah. What's the difference? I'm like, doing it for cosmetic reasons. Yeah. They're also doing it for cosmetic exactly. reasons. Exactly. What fucking difference does it make? I mean, simple body modifications like that, the, the you know, braces, haircuts, et cetera, but, like, so many other things are just normal, like piercings and tattoos. Like, Dyeing your hair, man. Yeah, everything. those are all People body are colored contacts. I mean, yes. So, like, you know, it, it's just, like, people have a level of comfort and they, well, it's, it's just anything norms. that's yeah, just anything that's uh. right outside of that is weird. Well, dyeing your hair blonde versus dyeing your hair blue, right, is somehow way different. Somehow, right, yeah. <laughs> even though like that blonde isn't a natural looking blonde or whatever. Like yeah, yeah it's it's yeah, it, it, it's it really is just about societal norms and pushing that boundary of what should be allowed to be normal and really. If normal even means anything. Yeah, for real, right? Yeah. Because the normal people in this are fucked up. So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think that this movie, too, it really got me thinking about um, and sympathizing with the the world of, of body modification pursuists. Yeah. Pursuers. Uh-huh. Where, you know, according to these people, it is something that they need to do to feel the way that they do on the inside. Yeah. And it got me thinking about, like, how terrible that must be. Yeah. To be like, I have this vision of myself that is unattainable if mm-hmm. I don't have access to the money to get these things done that I want to so I can finally feel like myself. That makes me sad. Like, yeah. that has to be miserable that, like, money 
at the end of the day is what keeps people from being able to be their their happiest in these situations. That's yeah. fucking sad. Well, like, and sometimes. I don't care if you like it or not when somebody gets some crazy body mod done. If, you know, you had to do something to make yourself feel like yourself and money was holding you back from doing it, that sucks. It does. And we also have state laws that don't allow people that to too. become who they want to be. And yeah. In fact, make it illegal to even talk about it so thanks texas and Woo! tennessee and florida Way and all go. these other motherfuckers you motherfuckers uh. like can you imagine all right let me put it this way bubba can you imagine <laughs> if they outlawed oakley sunglasses and uh talking about america in oh your truck my, while, i can't take it no more how are you ever going to post your facebook videos where you rant about how russia's right in your truck with your oakley's yeah you fuckers <laughs> what are you gonna do man but get yeah. a piercing if you want Yes, get a piercing if you would like. I, Just pinch it and pierce it. I don't care. Or to have your hand cut off. I don't give a shit. That's the thing, Bodily too, at the end autonomy. of the day. Don't, I don't fucking care. I don't care. Why do, why do we get a choice? Why do we? Why does it get to be a vote? Why does it get to be a, a senator can say, like, well, you don't get to be the person? What? I, I want to be Steve-O today. Nope. Nope. I never say that. <laughs> no, nobody ever says I want to be Steve-O no, today. Because uh -uh. it might involve eating some shit or something. Yeah. yeah. You don't want to do that, man. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, in her encounters of doing her, her body modificationing, yeah. I do find the progression of her skills yeah. to maybe, you know what, let's put it in another hero's journey. Kind of like that girl in that new Star Wars. What, you're just real good at using a lifesaver now all of a sudden? Well, no, sh that's the thing that I think that I'm is I'm stitching saying, up a turkey. The thing now is, I can do full-on body modifications. Well, the thing is that she has the ability. It's just the gatekeepers. Like, that's what it's supposed to, I think, supposed to be representing is that sometimes you could have all the fucking ability in the world, but the gatekeepers won't let you do the thing you're really good at. Mm -hmm. And that's what's going on here is that she is good from the beginning. She should be working. Well, yeah, it shows she's extremely capable. Yeah. And even whenever dude is like blasting her in class because she's on her phone, it's like she still knows everything, everything. That he's talking about. Yeah. I do find it. And again, this is one of those things that maybe I missed something. Was she going to school to learn cosmetic surgery no. She's, she's just, just going to be a surgeon. surgeon. Yeah. I don't know if there's an overlap of like, I also know how to do all kinds of crazy body, mod, body yeah, mods through doing absolutely. that. Absolutely. Surgeons would have to be able to do literally any of those things. Yeah? Yeah. I mean, you would have specialties among surgeons, but any surgeon could become a cosmetic surgeon. It's not like... You go to Hollywood to train to be a cosmetic surgeon and regular school to train to be another surgeon. Like, it's all the same thing. You've got to learn how all the parts work and stuff. So you go into surgery school and they teach you how to, to cut off a nipple and, and remove a vagina. Well, I mean, they would teach you how to cut things off, sure. Like, that that's not, like, overly complicated. It would be like cutting off a wart or something. Like, you'd do the same sort I'd like of to see you try. <laughs> You think it's so easy? Oh, I don't think it's easy. Do it I to think me right she's now. extremely talented. I got a pocket knife. I'll heat it up on the stove. All right. Let's you try. show me. I'll cut your nipples off. Fine. Fine. <laughs> we'll do that after the show. I mean, honestly, like, they obviously did their 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 homework um, on that, that nipple cutting off thing. Because I've seen Dr. Pimple Popper. Oh, I hated Popper. that. I hated Dr. watching Pimple that. Dr. Pimple Popper uh, cut out. Some of those big fucking cysts. Oh, God, no. I never want to watch that. Like, uh, that football sort of shape. 
apparently that's it's the best way to get it to come back together uh, afterwards. Uh, so. uh, yeah, I mean, like, honestly, like, I, I don't think... I think for surgeons, because surgeons are usually the, the best of the best, or, you know... Seems the one, like the worst of the worst in this. Yeah, honestly, and we'll... that's reality too they are some of the worst of the worst people but they're the best of the best at knowing the body and knowing how things come together and whatnot like i yeah i I don't see why it would be a problem for her to just Mm. adjust to doing one of the other things all right yeah all right we'll find out about that we'll just fuck around and find out yeah but yeah surgeons boy if you hear some stories i heard that it's yeah. it's not a very fun field to be in and that there's probably a lot of male surgeons that are the worst really not nice people yeah that's what i hear yeah um yeah i've heard some stories for sure they all they 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 sure love their drugs their cocaines and their alcohols if it keeps them hands steady i'm here for it it. doesn't (laughs) um yeah they uh they apparently sort of wrote this movie based on some experiences that they had in the in the world of hollywood and trying to get some films made and dealing with the boys club yeah boys Mm -hmm. club executives who acted all nice and then turned out to be really creep pieces of shit yeah harvey weinstein types i'm sure Uh uh-huh uh, but they they put it in the medical world where I guess apparently a lot of the same kind of stuff yep. happens. Apparently, like uh, yeah, like uh, sexual abuse and assault and stuff mm-hmm. is really rampant yep. in this world. I, I guess among the world of like really high level surgeons, I think it's something that like less than twenty percent of them are women. Yeah. It's a very male dominated field. Yep, and um, a lot of god complexes going on in there. Yep, probably used to some shitty situations. Very much like the the film world. Yeah, I mean, I guess I kind of do want someone who is so self-absorbed that the idea of me dying on the the table impossible make, it never happened makes them angry. Like, <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah. I'm kind of cool with that. You I'm kind of cool, but I mean, I'm not cool with the boys' club bit. That no. obviously is that way specifically because it's a boys' club. You know, like they're just not allowing women to become surgeons; they're treating them like shit. Yeah. Um, but I kind of do want the person cutting on me to be so self-obsessed that the idea of me dying makes them angry, like that they're not gonna let it fucking happen. Not because of me. I don't care if they care about me. No. I care that they keep me alive. <laughs> they want to keep their uh, their scorecard clear. Exactly. Yeah. I kind of am okay with that. I'm not That's cool fair. with the drug use and alcohol use and going into surgeries, obviously drunk and stuff, which yeah. happens. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's how people get fucking tools left them and so on. Yeah. So, that ain't no good, man. Yeah. Ain't no good. Yeah, and that, that of course, leads us to... Uh, the, the next thing that we, we have to talk about with this movie is the fact that one of her super ultra mega aggro professors here mm-hmm. uh, lures her to a party that she goes to mm-hmm. and uh, she gets drugged and raped. And there is a there is a very unsettling rape scene in this movie. Yeah, it's unsettling in, uh, you know, that it's it's tense and, you know, wrong, but it's not. It's not like in Last House on the Left or anything like that where you feel you feel 
gross and like you're doing it. Yeah, yeah. It, it is more of a just a trauma you're experiencing with it's, the character. It's tough, man. Yeah. It's really honestly tough. I mean, it, it, it's tough to talk about, justify, uh, whatever. Right. And I'm sure for a lot of people, much tougher for them to watch it than than me. I'm sure. Right. You know, but I having I've never been through it. You know. Yeah, what I mean? I've definitely heard from some survivors that there is some. You know, for some of them, not everyone, there's no like panacea here. No. But for some of them, there is a catharsis in seeing the the revenge part mm, and, yeah, and getting sure. to feel that sort of like, yeah. you know, just cathartic moment of of the perpetrator being tortured. Sure, like it, makes total sense. Yeah, yeah, I can absolutely understand that. I so, think that they they did a good job of making it not male gazy right like mm. there's a lot of those like rape revenge flicks where it's like let's make the rape like hot yeah. and that's just fucking disgusting and loathsome yeah this does not do that probably because it's women writing and directing it mm-hmm. um i think that they do as good of a job as you can yeah it's not fun to watch of course not it shouldn't be yeah it you know shouldn't it, be. it shouldn't be and it's one of those things that you could say it's just like okay we could have just had it implied Right. But then is that even sidestepping right. the, the, the the trauma and also the strength to carry on that rape survivors have been through? And I think it's I real, don't I, I don't have a right answer for it is what I'm saying. I think it's real interesting too that the hurt torturing Doctor Grant is implied. We don't see it. That's true. Um so like we're really seeing things through her lens and perspective and it's almost like in that moment when she is torturing him, like, we don't see it because she kind of dissociates. Yeah, like well, she's she, also drugged. Well, no, I mean, like, in the when she's torturing him oh, later. Oh, oh, got it, got, like, got it. Like, when she starts to go split his tongue, it cuts over to just, like, anatomical drawings and stuff. We don't yeah. see any of it. Sure. Uh, and, and I kind of I wonder if, like, because we're seeing so much in sort of her perspective, like, is that... Kind of, she just, she just dissociates and just does Maybe. all this stuff to him, because from what we know about Mary in all the other scenes, she's super sweet. She's like, like you know, she's scary once she gets enough power, but she's like this sweet, caring person. Like, though the moment when she's doing this, like, it's justified, but it's also like we don't need to glorify it. Mm-hmm. And again, I say justified. It's not justified in the real world. Please don't. Don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. But also, like, I get it. Yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah. Um, I will say, too, a bit of a character misstep, I would say, considering how exceedingly intelligent and professional she is. If you go to a party full of really creepy doctors, some of which have been straight out abusive to you in the classroom, and there, there's also some weird situation going on where they're like, there's like a woman on a table, and the guy that's handing you your drink is some crazy guy that's screaming, I'm a motherfucking motherfucker, I'm a slasher, and then he hands you a drink. Don't drink it. Don't. Let, uh, don't drug drinks. How about that? That, too. No, no. Don't drug drinks. That's, like, because that puts blame on her. I get it. Yeah, to say she shouldn't have drank the drink, like. She's not to blame for any of that. I would be obviously skeezed out, 
but she thinks that she's getting into the boys club. She yeah. doesn't think that she is going to be harmed in any way. Mm-hmm. It, yeah, just don't drug drinks. How that's a that? good start. Yeah. It's a great start. No if one that's drug case, drinks, and then no one will have to worry about it. The The rape scene is, I, I think, as respectfully done as it could be. It yeah. is still, again, obviously not fun to watch or anything. No. And you're not going to miss anything if you fast forward it right if, yeah if it's going to trigger you definitely fast forward it because it is very tense they do a great job of building that tension they're using that like what is that what is that called where a, a like a, a sound can sounds like it continues to like go up what is oh that yeah, yeah like a wolf note kind of thing yeah yeah, yeah. They're, they're, yeah like the music sounds like it's continually like building Rising, and building and building not. and building it's very tense like yeah it is um but yeah, you're right. It's, it's it's really well done. It but it it's so well done that that might yeah that might make you feel real shitty. Yeah, it might trigger you. If so you're... here's the things that I was thinking about too, though. And, and again, this is this is their work. I don't know their experience, especially their experience yeah. in Hollywood. Um, you know, again, God forbid, maybe there really was a a Harvey Weinstein like incident, and they got assaulted somewhere, and they decided to put that into this story as a sort of catharsis. It could be. Ooh, I hope not. I hope not too. Yeah. So I'm I'm just saying I'm not saying this is how it should be. But could you have made this movie without that? Because it seems like you probably could have. Here's what, what I'm saying. So okay, so she can end up in this world where she's doing these underground body modifications for people Uh and decides to take agency and get away from school and this abusive prick of a teacher Mm -hmm. because she's paying her bills on her own. She doesn't need to deal with this shit. She can do the surgery on Ruby. Ruby's husband, who is basically Sir not appearing in this film, can become enraged about it as he does. So you still get the same ending. Yeah. And he's the one that hires the detective that's on her trail. For what? For, to find out who did this to his wife. Oh, so it's not a police detective, it's a private, private detective. detective. Gotcha, so gotcha, you gotcha. could have the side story private detective and have the exact same thing happen and have Ruby's husband actually be a character in this movie and not just something that happens at the end of the movie hmm. without having to have a rape scene in the movie. Just saying. What would be what would be the incident? I mean... Hmm. You know so, what I mean? like... So she just goes from needing money to getting money. Mm-hmm. That's her character arc. Like, I would I would see it more as taking agency and finding her own way without needing to mm-hmm. go through all these societal norms of right. bowing to the patriarchal school system that she's going through to earn her keep and get treated like shit. Okay. It's just just a thought. But no, but hold on. But she's already got the student loans and stuff. Yeah. So if she quit school, she'd owe all the student loans back, but she wouldn't be a surgeon. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, she does all that stuff underground here, too. She quits medical school. I know, because of a traumatic event. Yeah. The The other way would be she, she quits medical school because she found a way to make money, which I guess she could use to pay back her loans. So yeah. I can see... But then the loans are gone... I think what it does is it cuts out some of the sympathy for her because then she's just um, all of her problems are solved mm-hmm. immediately, and then all that happens after that is she, yeah, she wouldn't have any problems beyond paying her student loans. Mm-hmm. 
But there's also an opportunity too to delve more, which I was kind of hoping that they were going to do. Into delve the more husband. In, well, killer. and not only that, but more into her getting wrapped up with this crazy shady mob shit that's going on at the strip club. Uh-huh. Like that first surgery she has to do, it's like one of our guys got fucked up. We're not telling you what happened. We're not telling you who he is. Here's some money if you'll fix him. Yeah. Um, I would have I would have thought that you could have driven that home more because you have that one little involvement and then the rest of it is all just like private practice kind of stuff. Yeah. I just I just think that there's probably a way to end up with the same result without having to, you know, have a, a rape scene and it be an instigating event. Okay. I, do you see what I mean? I do, but I think you're underestimating how much sexual assault plays into a woman's average everyday life. Oh, no, not at all. It's very fucking present, yeah. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, to if if a dude had directed this... I would agree. Yeah, he probably could have cut the rape right. out. Yeah, but women are th- these are women sh- t- telling their story. Yeah, and she's trying to work in a male-dominated field, like, and and that is endemic in this field. Like, it, I don't know. Like, what what would be the purpose of having her go to? Sur- I guess though, what you're talking about is a completely different movie. Could be, maybe, and. That's not the movie we're talking about. So I think, yes, that movie could be made. Also, there should have been a dog in it. (laughs) And a turtle. And they should have been friends. So. Think about that, huh? Yeah, now I'm with you. Think about that. Yeah, dog and a a turtle are friends. Uh Uh-huh. All right. They're not at first. All right. But then they are. Uh, So your idea about this, about it taking a hero's journey is interesting because... The way that I was kind of looking at this movie, uh-huh. let me spin this at you. Spinner. I feel like she is taking a witch's journey. Oh. What? What? What is a witch's journey? And tell me more. Okay, so think about this. We start off, and she is in the patriarchal, male-dominated world, mm-hmm. the, the, the medical community right, in this right. case. Mm-hmm. She is doing everything as she should and doing a really fucking good job of it. Mm-hmm. Um, then a male figure at the top of this. Mm-hmm does a horrible thing to her and right. shoves her out of the community. She decides, I don't need to be in this world. I'll mm. go outside of this world and make a living of my own. And okay. she's very successful, and she does that. And then at the end, a man, unpleased with what she does, right. ends up destroying her there too. Yeah, no, I see what you're saying. It's just like this yeah. male dominated on either end. It's like, okay, yep. so I, you know, th- this person can't live within the sector of males, mm-hmm. but then whenever she's working outside of the sector of males... yeah. A male still comes in and destroys and, her. And witches were oftentimes just doctors. Exactly. Yeah, they were oftentimes just providing medicine and, and, and care. Uh, yeah. Yeah. No, you're right. Fuck, yeah. She 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 learns to reject the patriarchal authority and take on authority of her own. And it still bites her in the ass. Yeah. And it's, yep. Very much like any sort of witch narrative tends to. Yeah. Wow, I didn't think about that. The witch's journey. Yeah. I wonder what Campbell said about that. I know, right? He didn't say enough. We know for that for sure. I'd like to know more. <laughs> and where does the cackling begin? <laughs> she never does cackle. No, not much That's cackling going on. What about the Sasuke sisters in this movie? <laughs> uh, yeah, they play the, the j- evil German twins. Evil German, uh, seemingly lesbian twins yeah. with each other. I don't know. There's some implication, maybe, of 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 them having a, an obsession with each other. 
I didn't notice anything necessarily sexual, but I, I could see that, that their their desire to be a part of each other or whatever. I was really hoping that they'd go in there and they'd be like, we want our surgeries to be to get matching robot legs. That way (laughs) we can be less bionic. Les Bionic. Wouldn't that be cool? Yeah. No, I want that movie, by Lesbian the way. Lesbian robots. I really want I want someone to make a movie called Les Bionic and make it an eighties like creature feature. Like, yeah. And and it's just a practical, like bionic lesbian. lesbian. Yeah. yeah. And I don't know what she does. Something cool man probably. Hating, probably. <laughs> probably man hating, I yeah. would say. If I was to guess anything. <laughs> That's a that's a fun one. Uh, their role in this, uh, okay. So they show up. With, they show up with, uh, you know, biting a, a, a dancer non consensually, which How immediately that makes okay? them hated. Like I don't like them. They should have been immediately ejected from the club and like they got a lot of money. Fucking yeah. charges filed against them. Right. I she think, bit that yeah. woman's tongue off. Yeah. Just to be all edgy and stuff. Well, did she bite her tongue? I think she just bit her lip. Did I she... couldn't tell. Honestly. Yeah. It was just a she bloody didn't, like, mouth. spit anything out. I so. mean, that is... But either way, it's Untowards fucked. behavior. Yeah. yeah. Either way, it's not cool. And it immediately did make me think, like, oh, they're bad. Like, the first yeah. time I watched it, like, these are the bad people. So they're there. They have horrible German accents. Oh, <laughs> my God. Funny. <laughs> I thought they were funny they're as hell. They're <laughs> absolutely terrible German accents. I love that, I fucking love that awful. they're bad. Oh. They're not good. They're, you sound like me now, dude. Yeah, it's funny, You learned it from though. watching me. <laughs> well, that's the thing is that, like, this is very much, like, it's got dark comedic elements to it. Like, it I has mean, a few, yeah. Catherine Isabel can't be in anything without being funny because she's funny. Yeah. Like, that's just it. Um. And I think that's suppo- it's supposed to be funny because then we cut to the scene where there's that other doctor who's like, he makes the, the, the Mengele fucking comment in German that I, I don't hell? know what he said. And then she doesn't get it. And he's like, twins, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like it's randomly think, goofy out of nowhere. Yeah. It's like the, all that is supposed to, because like, that's kind of at the height of her power. That's when she's really feeling herself and stuff. Like, yeah. I feel like, yeah, it's supposed to be more levitous, but also the fact that, yeah, when she bites that dancer, I'm immediately like, fuck. Fuck what? you. Fuck She's you. just trying to work. She's trying to She's just dollar, working. Man. Yeah. What'd she do to you? Alone. Yeah. Good yeah, God, man. Right. I mean, yeah, you're right. Their German accents are fucking Horrific, ridiculous. <laughs> but then the thing is, is they're, they they talk to her about getting this surgery done where they want to switch arms. Yeah. Which is apparently something the Saskia sisters like read about on like a, a, a forum. It's like some twins that mm. wanted to do that. And that yeah. was the inspiration for putting that in this movie okay uh which is interesting interesting yeah but then they also tell her we also want a ton of these other body modifications and hand her like this drawing and then they do the surgeries and stuff we see the little like napkin drawing of what they want to look like which Uh is like a, a demon person yeah and then all that we see after that is like them in jackets walking to a car yeah yeah and that has no relevance on the movie at all like that is like yeah. a fucking 15 minute chunk of the movie that doesn't fucking matter yeah and i wondered about that because why they put themselves in the movie well i mean you, what's they, that do they do need that moment i think they do need the moment where she's feeling herself and she does something just over the top outrageous and really like feel like recognizes like i'm really fucking good at this um it i feel like because this did have like a little over two week shooting schedule or whatever. Maybe they had some ideas of like, 
makeup and stuff that would make them look like that and they just didn't have the budget. Just show the napkin drawing. Yeah. yeah. And, and honestly, too, at that point, I would have been impressed enough if it was just like the operation was a success. I swapped their fucking yeah, arms. That was, That's enough. That really was enough, honestly. They didn't have to add anything else. No, that would have yeah. been fine. Like, why, why the silly napkin drawing? We never get to see it. Nothing. And it's never relevant on the story. Yeah. This movie has this weird feeling, especially towards the last half of the movie, where it feels simultaneously like there's a bunch of padding, but also like there's a bunch of stuff that got cut out. Yeah, I. It's a long movie. It is hour forty-five. Feels long. Hour. It doesn't feel long to me, but I get what you're saying because a lot of like a lot of stuff happens in this movie. Yeah, like so much stuff. Yeah. Um, and it is an hour forty-five, which is a little long for this. It could be. It could be an hour half. I think. I think it yeah. could be tighter, man. But at the same time, it's like also drive more towards that finale. Like yeah. that just it completely comes th- out of nowhere. Yes, I think that. Okay, so Ruby is in the beginning and then the end, and then she her presence is there in two other scenes, but she is not there. And I feel like if she had been there in those two scenes, and maybe we just got a couple more, like we hear Beatrice say uh, that's her husband about the picture, and that's all we get about that. Yeah, just a we couple never lines see him again. About her husband, about worrying about how he react or something, maybe would have led into that like it doesn't need a ton more no but it needs that connective tissue between her presence in the beginning and her showing up in the end and being killed yeah yeah and, and it's just like suddenly there's this guy who's gone ballistic and like yeah. beat the shit out of or maybe killed beatrice and ruby yeah and then just shows up at fucking mary's house to and kill her kills yeah. her yeah golly this guy's a fucking lunatic he really is but there's zero way to prepare yourself for that or feel like that is it you know an imminent threat that's coming her way like that's what i was saying earlier about like if he was the guy hiring the the detective who could be british for no actual reason (laughs) because what the fuck you know the seattle pd loves to hire british people oh man of course (laughs) what the because of the rain and and like you when you mentioned it when we were talking before I was like, he's got to be British, right? I looked it up. No, he's no. American. Why was Terrible he doing accent. a British accent? Why? Why? And I wonder if he came to them and was like, I want to do a British accent. And they were like, we do not have time to argue. with Whatever. Yes. Do your fucking British accent. You know what I bet it was? <laughs> I bet that whenever he came in for his audition, he had just gotten done auditioning for a commercial. Oi, for selling an old bottle of Pims. Like he did like a commercial for Pims and he yeah. was still in the accent and he showed up and he was like, they asked him to read the lines as the detective. And he was like, Oh, I see there's a, a, a last that's gone missing. Aren't she? <laughs> but he just kind of had to stick with it. Cause he'd already started. I'm pretty sure that's, that's how that happened. Cause why else yeah. would he, why else would you hire this American guy in a movie in America yeah. and be like, do it British. Yeah. Why? Do it he, British badly. He's at he's at the rap party and he's like, oh, off I pop, <laughs> hoping to never see them again so he can never do the accent again. Oh, oh, oh man, <laughs> it's gonna get real awkward at the the Christmas party and stuff when they all get back together again and he slips up, man. Mm-hmm. But you know, it's like if there was some kind of driving force where you were feeling like through the course of the movie, like the husband guy was getting closer to finding her or actively trying to do yeah. it. But no, it's just like, end of the movie, he's mad. He's at your door. You're dead. Yeah. 
Whoa. He's, fuck, that is an amazing tagline for an early yeah. 80s slasher. He's mad. He's at your door. You're, You're dead. <laughs> Maniac. I love it. That's actually That's really good. fucking rad, yeah. yes. I would totally watch that movie. <laughs> but yeah, I just felt like that was so utterly just fucking rushed. It felt like, shit, we got to wrap the movie like we're out of money, we're out of time, something like it's over. This is not important, but I just looked down at my notes and uh, I, I had written down her professor almost sounds like Ghostface when Feeling. he calls her. He's like, "Do you want to go to a surgery party?" <laughs> he does, doesn't yeah, he? Like- <laughs> <laughs> also, did you catch his fucking name? Uh, what is it? Alan, Alan Grant. Grant. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they- like Jurassic Park. Uh-huh, yeah, uh, Billy's last name is Barker after Clive Barker. Yeah, they, they've they've got some fun stuff in there. I, Detective Delore is an interesting because De- Delore doesn't that mean like rich? Um, I think no, I think it's fuck. What does it mean? It's it actually is significant. Yeah. I want to say it means like to cause pain. Or oh, something, does it? If I'm not mistaken, yeah, you gotta get Fuzzbeat on that. Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll call Fuzzbeat too. What he's got to say. I wasn't yeah. really gripped at all with any of the detective stuff. Like the only time that got sort of tense yeah. for a second is when, when he sh- shows up and she like drugs his drink and yeah. then takes it away because she realizes he's not like a bad guy. Mm-hmm. That's about the only time that, that got like reasonably tense there for just a second. Ooh, a state of great sorrow or distress. Distress. The Lord. Okay. He does. He does come across as a, a guy who has a bit of. Uh, you know, a, a, a sad past, but none of that plays into the movie. Never learning anything about the guy. Uh, he also, for some reason, and I think this is intentional, uh, seems to be hitting on Mary at points. Right. Yeah. And I think it's intentional to be like, look, like guys with power are assholes. And Lance, the one guy who doesn't really have any power, sweetest dude in the movie. Lance is definitely the guy I want to, like, you know, go and see a fucking Venom show with. Absolutely. He'd be know? rad as fuck. Yeah. Yeah, he reminds me of our pal Monty. Yep, mean Monty. Yep, big tall guy who's just sweet. Gentle giant. Yep. <laughs> yep. He does, man. Yeah, Lance is about the only, like, pretty reasonable dude. And Nana. Oh, of man. Of course. I love Nana. R.I.P. Uh, <laughs> R.I.P. fucking Nana. Nobody's trying to lie down with your boyfriend. Oh, <laughs> she's like Hungarian or something. Yeah, I think yeah, there's something like that. Because when she's speaking to her, her nana in whatever that language was, I was like, I don't know that. No, huh? Yeah. <laughs> also, too, it's just like I don't really know the 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 relevance or importance of that character, and I didn't really feel oh, much I, whenever that character died. I do. It's because that that's okay. So like, the, the nana's kind of the, her represent like the representation of her connection to morality like her nana says that stuff about like sex and the young kids or whatever when she's looking on craigslist don't go out whoring and it seems like maybe that's the reason she picked the one that said no sex okay and that's That's what leads her down that so you're saying she's the the angel on the shoulder right and then when nana dies no angel on the shoulder yeah Touche. Okay. Yeah. So I, cool. I think I think that uh, Nana Nana's there for that reason. Penis guy seems all right. <laughs> I mean, he's got to get his hands off of that 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 thing while it's healing story up, man. That I didn't tell about my about my vasectomy. Ben. Oh no. Oh, this body make mod, my toes by the way, up? hey, vasectomy. Dude, I mean, cutting off your reproductive powers—that's yeah. an extreme mod. Yeah, I've I've had a body. Also, almost every man in America 
had a body mod like yeah, shortly after thanks, birth. Parents, fucking dicks. Already cut off part of my fucking dick. Like Thank that you. is an ex- that Didn't is need that a way extreme body. People yeah. are just like, oh my god, that person got their nose pierced. Yeah, my parents got part of my fucking dick cut off. Yeah, without my consent. Without my fucking consent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like that's extreme, it dude. It is. It is extreme. Yeah, let somebody get a damn tattoo on their face. I don't give a shit. So I. Okay, so he is coming back after he's had his penis cut off because he's got some swelling. Well, I thought it was just a piercing or some shit. No, she's she's cut. She's cut it was hard to tell what happened. Yeah, because like, like there's just a, f- a quick shot of like no dick there. There's a flash mm-hmm. of just some 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 wrinkled meat, and I couldn't tell uh-huh. what it was. I thought it was like a dick piercing that was infected. Or it something. looks like he's had his dick turned into a clip, basically. I thought that he said something about like. The piercing healing. Regardless. Regardless. Uh, doesn't matter. So Something's wrong with this, this guy, a bait and tackle. And this, okay, so this happened, and I I said the exact same words almost as this man. Oh, no. Um, I thought it'd be fine. So 48 hours after I got a vasectomy, yeah. I jerked off. Should you not do that? Nope. <laughs> How long are you supposed to wait? Two weeks. That's a long time. Uh-huh. Um... And I say 48 hours, I jerked off like I did it once. I jerked off several times, and then I noticed a granuloma, a spermular granuloma, which is when it's not fully healed after your vasectomy, the sperm is still kind of being pushed through there, so it gets all caught, and it swells up. Oh, no. So, uh, post-vasectomy, don't jerk off either. I thought it was just sex, as he said. Because I was like, of course I wouldn't have sex with these swollen-ass balls. Yeah, I could tug one out. Oh. <laughs> I can be gentle on myself. So, Holy anyway, shit. yeah. It, oh, don't, uh, don't go to jerking it oh, until two weeks after. Don't even right? look at it. Because then I still had to wait two weeks after that. So, it, didn't like, it wasn't like I was like, oh, I've shortened my time. Nope. Yeah, nope. Ugh. Jesus Christ. So, anyway, <laughs> I feel you, penis guy. Yeah. I'm on your side. Perhaps former penis guy. We don't know. It's a yeah, mystery. He looked like he, he looked like he had had it removed. Like he still had balls, but he had had his his dick removed. I couldn't tell. Mm. Couldn't really tell, man. Um, makeup and effects in this are good. Practical. Oh, no yeah. CGI all practical. at all in this. All practical. Apparently, yeah. The the girls with the more extreme kind of plastic surgery and stuff, Ruby and Beatrice. That yeah. shit took like two or three hours to yeah. apply uh-huh. every time. Mm-hmm. That sucks. But it looks it very looks good. Great. It moves yeah. as they talk, uh-huh. like. Initially, when you see it, it looks like a plastic face that but, would have no movement or expression. But yeah. when they talk, it does move it with them. It does, Very yeah. convincing. But it also looks like plastic surgery face where it doesn't move naturally. It has that smoothness to yeah. it that's kind of yeah. weird. And I even, like it. yeah, whenever dude is like hanging up from his back with the hooks and he's got his limbs cut off and all that jazz, mm-hmm. like it all looks really convincing. Yeah. It looks yeah. really, really good, man. I like it a lot. Like, uh, seriously. Like the decision to do all practical and also in, involve people from the body mod community so that you can show some actual modifications. Like, all of that is cheaper than like five seconds of fake blood. No shit. Like CGI right? blood. Which like, looks terrible anyway. Which looks terrible any fucking way. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, definitely, man. What were you saying earlier about like this being part of like the Seattle core? Seattle core, man. I don't know, man. I haven't horror? fully put this together, but like, I was just thinking like. 
of Seattle horror movies like The Ring, this and uh-huh. and Malignant, like okay, they all have a feel to them. And this is not filmed in Seattle; it's filmed no. in Vancouver. But uh-huh. that's like a fucking hop, skip, and a jump. It's not not like that far away. They have that like sort of d- darkness to them. It's Some sort could of a say dreariness. Seattle is merely Southern Vancouver. Some may say that. I've heard that said. Yep, they say it all the time. Yeah. Uh huh. That Nirvana. I remember Kurt Cobain would be like, "Yeah, we're from Southern Vancouver, man." Uh huh. Yeah. That was my Kurt Cobain impression. It was That's really, really good. good. I yeah. thought he was here. I was like, "He's yeah. back. He's back." Wait, you want to hear my my Dave Grohl impression? Yes. Yeah, I played the drums, man. It's pretty solid. Yeah, it was good. Um, that's actually <laughs> the best thing, by the way, that I watched this week, the Dave Girl Hot Ones episode. Oh, right, yes. God yeah, diggity damn it, man. Yeah, he's great. I swear, I want to just fucking be that dude's best friend. Yeah, he's real. I'm dying to see like Studio 666, too. Dying to see that movie. Oh, yeah. I've heard uh-huh. it's so fun and stupid. Yeah, Dave is the fucking king. That Hot Ones episode. It's great. Fantastic. Yeah. Uh-huh. How many fucking shots did they do? <sighs> oh my god! I, I can't. They were big shots. Yeah, too. and I can't. I can't imagine with the hot with sauce. the hot wings. Yeah. You gotta be up late that night, son. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta be fucking <laughs> shotgun and Pepto, out. man. That's where you bring out the fucking. You're doing uh, your butt bong and Pepto. I think <laughs> that's a move. You're gonna have to resort to that yeah. extreme measures <laughs> to cope with that. Ugh. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, yeah, Seattle core. I have to, I'm going to work on my definition of like what it is, but I see similarities in these three, not in like their stories necessarily, but in the, the outside locations and the way they feel. There's a feel to them. Yeah. And then also to the fact that in all of those movies, anytime something bad happens and somebody screams, they go, y'all, y'all. <laughs> it's like really grungy. They just kind of yarl it. Yarl! <laughs> yarl! You remember in Malignant whenever yeah. he threw that chair at that guy? Yeah. Like, yarl! Yeah. yeah. Malignant is so fucking good. God damn it. Now I want somebody to edit together at the first of the ring whenever that closet door opens and that girl's sitting in there with her face all fucked up. Oh, man. Like yeah. when her jaw kind of drops oh, as she turns it goes, and it goes... Yarl. <laughs> <laughs> Just make it more Seattle. Yarl. Yarl. <laughs> Love it. It'd be better. <laughs> yep. I would enjoy that more. Uh, soundtrack in this is cool. I mean, a lot of it is definitely just like screaming, guys. We really wanted KMFD yeah, and Nine Yeah, we Inch really Nails. wanted Nine Snails and, and Ministry. Mom was in the front seat going, we have KMFDM at home, but <laughs> yeah. it's, it's puke rock. It's puke rock. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, eh, it's not really the same. I yeah. mean, it's not like totally bad. It's not yeah. horrible, horrible. Mm-hmm. But a lot of it is just like, I get what you wanted yeah. and you couldn't quite get it. Mm-hmm. The Ave Maria stuff, though, is exactly That's what cool. they wanted. Yeah, they they and it, it has sort of a meaning. It's played three times throughout. Uh-huh. The first time it's played while she's sewing up the the turkey, and it's an uh, a, a sort of amateur singing. Yeah, it's not like you know the Ave Maria you would expect from from an operatic singer. Uh, and then the second time is when she's you know dealing with the uh, school and stuff, and it's more of an intermediate singer. That's the one that Britney Spears is singing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, Ave, Ave. <laughs> It's that part of the movie, right? I was <laughs> and, and then the third one's the, the Aaron one, Neville one. Yeah, the third one. one is the Aaron Neville version. <laughs> 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 um, 
Yeah, the third one is like an, an advanced, you know, operatic singer, and that is the, at the climax. That, it's cool. Yeah, it's like the moment when we're, you know, pulling out from her gorgeously dead body. She is dead and lovely at the <laughs> Big end. Big fucking necro strikes yeah. again, man, making dead people look yeah. all attractive. But, like, uh, that's the thing is, like, she, she is so composed throughout. Like, all of her outfits are kind of perfect, and, like, it, she dies composed. She dies like a painting mm-hmm. like she throughout is this just like unflappable composed individual even after getting stabbed unto death she's sewing up her own wound yeah like what the fuck she's just this total badass and you i really wish there was some more ambiguity at the end i, I know, know like you you want to close out your film perfectly, and, and they're doing it. They're closing it out the way they should, though, as we said, we need more connective tissue so it doesn't feel so rushed at the end. But, man, if you just leave a little ambiguity there, we could have had a sequel. And yeah. I think Catherine Isabel as American Mary is one Keep of the going. best like yeah. recent horror villains. Yeah. Like, she's so fucking good because instead, you care about her. You, yeah. Like You actually want her to kill people, whereas like – you know, maybe with, like, Jason Voorhees or whatever, like, you're watching it for the kills, so you're like, I want him to kill the people. But yeah. in this case, you're like, I like her. <laughs> I want her to get away with this. Like, sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. But instead, they did that final shot where it shows her on the floor dead, and the camera zooms, like, out, and it's, like, above the city, then above the state, then above the earth, and then it, it turns out that it was actually a Death Star the whole time. The whole the time. Death Star <laughs> blows up. And it's like, well, that's definitely over. And then they just show Joseph Campbell, and he goes, hmm? Just a little nod and a wink. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Credits. Credit. <laughs> you know, they could have they could have spun something here too where, you know, okay, yeah, maybe maybe something like that could work where if, you know, she knew that the the net was closing in and this detective yeah. or this angry husband was after her whatever and she knew that something was going to happen and she actually performed a bunch of these body modifications that she learned how to do on herself and gave herself a new face and faded away entirely. Mm, that's you know? a possibility, yeah. You could just vanish. Yeah. Which would be cool, too, because the whole movie, she's been obviously extremely yeah. conventionally attractive and gorgeous and pretty, right. but then she becomes the thing that she does. Right. And she is able to fade away with a new face, and nobody knows who she is anymore. Yep. That could have worked. Could have worked. Something like that could have happened. But yeah, it is very final. It is, and that's fine. That's fine with me. I mean, we do need more. I mean, it's nice to have sequels and to see more of a character or whatever, but standalone horror tends to be the better stuff. Well, you know what? And I'll say that about this movie. I have I have plenty of issues with it. I think that there are pacing issues. Yeah. I think there's acting issues. I think that the, time th- to time. the third act is just awful. Um, but it's original. It is. It's not based on anything. It's not resurrecting anything. And Give that cool points. Mary herself uh, yeah. is fucking fantastic. What's her name? Catherine Isbell? Yeah, Catherine Isbell. She's a fantastic actress. She is. She's I saw great. a lot of people refer to her performance in this as being like robotic. What? Yeah, I know. I'm like, no, it's... No, maybe she, stoic and extremely confident, but I mean, no, yeah. I wouldn't say robotic at all. I, I like It would be like... It would be like watching Daria and being like, Daria's robotic. And it's like, no, she's... I mean, she's apathetic. Yeah, Christian Bale in American Psycho was too robotic. Right. <laughs> yeah. What? Like, she, she's apathetic, American. She, she doesn't care about a lot of this other stuff. Yeah. Which it kind of puts her in line with a lot of those surgeons that were so fucky. Like, she had the mind for it. She just wasn't part of the boys club. Mm-hmm. 
I like that this was written for Catherine Isabel. Like, the, the Sasuke twins were friends with her from cool. being extras in Josie and the Pussycats. Uh, a 10 out of 10 movie. 10 out of 10 movie. Um, uh, and I like that it was written specifically for her. And Feels I also, like it. Yeah, and it does, yeah. But I also, I guess I do like that it closes out the way it does because what if you couldn't get her back for a sequel? Which would be a good, like what you said, a do a bunch of money could modifications. Be a different person it could be yeah. a different person entirely. But then, you know, I don't know. I, I kind of like fine, like being final about it's it. It's totally fine. Just yeah, saying, this, this is the end. This was a cool character. She's dead. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I'm totally okay with that. Yeah, like I said, I've got I've got issues with it. Sure, yeah. I, the it's first not like the first half to two thirds of the movie, mm-hmm. I thought were really great, and I was really interested, and just constantly going, "Man, like this is weird. This is dark. This yeah. is getting crazy." Um, and then it kind of lost steam. I feel like it set up a lot of cool threads and didn't tie up a lot of them there for the last third of the movie. Yeah. And, and again, there are some, some pacing issues and stuff, mm-hmm. but it's still it's still pretty damn cool, man. Mm-hmm. It's definitely better than uh, I thought. Cause, I mean, some of the stuff we've done recently on the show. Sure. Yeah. I mean, well, of course, we've very recently done like Sweetheart, which is great. But yeah. Yeah. So some stuff we've we've done more recently hasn't been as creative and interesting as this. Well, honestly, we've done a lot of creative, interesting stuff yeah. recently ish. But yeah, it, it is it is not it like um. Not to throw Hatchet under the bus, but when I watch the Hatchet movies, I'm like, yeah, I've seen all these movies. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that's how I, f- when I'm watching it, it's like, yeah, I've seen all this. Totally. I, you, I, I get it's homage to camp slashers and stuff like that, but it's like, I feel, I see it in each of the scenes. Like, I know what this is. I know what that is. This pays homage to several movies. Like, her outfit at one point very much looks like uh, uh, the, what's her name, an audition Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. It pays, Definitely some audition love in this yeah, movie. Pays yeah, pays some, you know, some uh, Cronenberg uh, homage, Cronenberg homage, mm-hmm. etc. But none of it's like ah, Cronenberg. It's not like yelling its influences constantly, which you know, again, the Hatchet movies are fine. I would also say all the black aprons gave me hostile vibes. Yeah, which exactly. they they think uh, Eli Roth at the end of this got to yeah. that closing credit. Was like thanks Eli Roth, and I was like, Ugh. hey, if he helped them, he helped them. <laughs> I don't know, but again. Uh, it's interesting if they've dealt with a lot of scummy dudes and they've dealt with Eli Roth and they're thanking him. You know, Eli Roth might just be a nice guy. Maybe he's a nice that guy. That we just disagree with on a lot of things. Could be. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we definitely agree with him on the love of horror. If you ever see the guy talk about horror, he oh, obviously for fucking sure. loves horror. For sure, yeah, man, for sure. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, but they, they, they pay homage a good bit in here, but it's all it all feels original and new and doesn't feel like it's just trying to bring back the glory of the 80s no yeah no no not at all i don't know interesting flick man don't i don't love it but do you have any final thoughts on a rating you got anything else you want to say about it um i love the character i love Catherine isabel and i do i do like what they what they did in you know making uh body modification putting bottom bottom body modification into a lens where it's like why isn't this normal? Like, what's what what's wrong with this? You're confronting your audience with something that's going to make them a little uncomfortable. Hopefully, teach them something. Hopefully, yeah, hopefully. Bring, yeah. Uh, and that's also cool. You know, cool new ground for a horror movie. Like, exactly. I'm not seeing a horror. Well, yeah. any movie really. Yeah. Deal with that. I think community didn't. There was like one. It was didn't Fear.com deal with that a little bit? Maybe it's a shit movie. It's yeah. got D. Snyder in it. I think, but it's shit. <laughs> 
Uh, but I think it's been dealt with a little bit, but it's never been to this extent. Because in the night, I remember in the nineties, like seeing a thing about body modification, maybe on MTV. Yeah, and it was like this. It was outrageous. The whole idea, like, oh my gosh, so Lizard outrageous. Man, like that guy was yeah. like big on all those MTV and, circuits. Yeah, and, and X Files had that like uh, yeah that one episode where you had the missing link guy on there and stuff like. It was all just like, oh, outrageous and weird. Freak show-ish. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. It, and, and now this is bringing it around to, there's nothing outrageous about it. There's nothing weird about it. I mean, maybe outrageous in, in the way of like, it's supposed to make you think about what a human's supposed to look like. And it's supposed to make you feel un- uncomfortable or whatever. But the the fact that they, you know, they're championing a, a community and, and being respectful toward them, that's cool. I, I mean, I as far as, like, this is their first thing with a budget. You know, they did uh, a dead hooker in a trunk for 2500 bucks, and then they, they got this. To see what they did with a budget, it's like, okay. I mean, fuck, yeah. I, I enjoy this. It's not perfect, um, but I, I watched it years ago and enjoyed it. I watched it since then, and now I've watched it for the show, and it's very watchable. It is a little too long. Yep. Third, third act is very much just... Uh, really rushed but i enjoy it uh i think for me as far as like i mean last week i gave slumber party master like a seven it's like a six six and a half for me that's fair yeah yeah I think it's above average for sure that's around where it sits on like imdb and stuff I think it's yeah. got a 6.1 or something mm-hmm. like that on there i'm gonna go a little bit lower lower for the things that i mentioned yeah you know i just think with a couple couple more revisions things could have been tightened up a little bit yeah um, shown us more when it needed to, not showed us more when we didn't need it. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say like uh, five, five and a half. Okay. Something like that for Fair. me. Yeah. Again, like yeah. I said, watchable. Very Original. Watchable. Hey. Yeah. Love did something that. new. Yeah. And uh, again, I mean, you know, if you have a different angle on the Saska Twins uh, controversy stuff that we talked about at the beginning, please. Please let us know. Yeah, let us know. Let us know. Over on the Facebook group and yeah. stuff. Come and hang out with us. We got that Linktree page that leads you to all of our socials. Yeah, Linktree uh, forward slash dead and lovely. It's got all the stuff, uh, including the, the screaming chat link and, and all our other things. Also... Head on over to Patreon.com yes. forward slash Dead and Lovely. Yes. Become a patron on any level. You get access to yes. our Patreon exclusive episodes. Yes. Uh, if you become a patron on Five Dive, yes. Micro Machines. <laughs> if you become a patron on a $5 level, you get to submit a movie to the Smoking Bowl. Yep. And then once a month, we randomly draw from the Smoking Bowl and we review the movie that we drew. The next movie could be yours. Yes. It's <laughs> <laughs> my Ed McMahon. Ed McMahon. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. You are correct, sir. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's all I got. That's all I got. Yeah. So definitely support the show over there. Rate and view on iTunes and Spotify. It takes just one second. It really does help us out a ton. Uh, we would very much appreciate yeah. that. And be sure to tune in next week for a very silly movie that yeah. I'm watching for the first time. I'm excited for you to I've see just it. been waiting. At this point, it's just like it, I, I haven't watched this flick, and I'm like, we're going to do it on the show fucking one day, you right? You might like it because it's got a friend in it. Hey, it's got old fucking Jenny Aniston in there, doesn't mm-hmm. it? That's right. Before she was a friend, even. Uh-huh. That's right. When she was just an acquaintance. I, I just... Why did they never reference what she did before like like should have they did make fun of her old nose that one time you went to the cabin (laughs) right yeah (laughs) they did reference her old nose they did yeah so they did bring that up Mm -hmm. we're talking about motherfucking leprechaun the lep 
the lap he's known mm-hmm. as i'm excited to watch this i'm sure it's going to be a fun piece of shit that i'll be like i loved it it was garbage yeah and i mean honestly like the best leprechaun movie is the stephen Konstansky one which well, came out recently it's got it it's like a gore man of course it's great yeah um so if we do another leprechaun movie we might just skip to it since it's supposed to be a direct sequel and all the other sequels are wildly varying in quality and very precariously connected in any way to each other. Okay. So, whatever. We'll figure that out. Well, we're going to the origin story next week, so be sure to tune in for that. Thank you guys so much for listening to the show. I've been Uncle Ben. Hollywood theme. And I'm here to tell you guys, if you read a book, mm-hmm. you get a personal pan pizza. If okay. you read a magazine, uh-huh. you get a coupon for an impersonal pan pizza. <laughs> okay. So go read a book uh-huh. or a magazine. Whichever one you like. You're going to get a pizza of some kind. It's better than no pizza. <laughs> Even if it is a little impersonal. Hey, Mom. My pizza just said it doesn't really care if I live or die. Timmy, it's an impersonal pan pizza. You can't expect it to know mm. everything about you. We could have gotten you the personal pan, but you were too nervous and scared. <laughs> you imagine that? You're nervous and scared to order a pizza, and your parents are like, all right, here's a pizza that doesn't give a fuck about you. <laughs> it's like kind of warm-ish. The toppings are close. It never gets... It's not warm enough to be hot pizza tasty, and it's not cold enough to be cold pizza tasty. It's just right in the middle where you're like, what? What is this? And I think the crust is like, it's like a crackery thin crust, but it's as thick as a medium. <laughs> it's just like this weird middle ground where it's like, mm, it's not really either. It's really doughy, crackery. Which type do of you thing? prefer? Don't care. Who gives a shit? Doughy, crackery. The doughy and crackery, impersonal pan yeah. pizza crust. <laughs> Coming to soon to you if you read a Highlights magazine. Uh-huh. Head on down to Pizza Or don't. We don't care. We don't really mind. <laughs> well, anyway, catch y'all later. Bye. Where did it come from? Where did it go? Where did it come from? Katnaju. What the hell was up with them damn Australians thinking they could uh, call themselves the rednecks? What do they know about it? Hmm. They ain't got no moonshine down there in Australia. I ain't never seen none. Probably got shine. You think they go down there and, and do any mudding? I doubt it. I doubt it myself. Mudding, more like dusting down there. Just mm-hmm. desert. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What do you think they do? They get a big old jamboree going on with them them dang old didgeridoos what's that sound like hey you think i can play the old rugged cross on that i doubt it huh i i'd like to see it that instrument ain't worth a damn australian jesus probably love it mm-hmm. they'd be like i like that mate <laughs> that's a real good australian accent i did pretty good it's pretty good i was at the outback the other day so Mm, yep, mm, yeah. yep, yep, yep. That's real Australian onion. cuisine. Uh huh. Blooming onion, just like they make down there in Australia. Like they do. They love them down there. Mm-hmm. They'll go surfing right after. Shoot. Get eaten by a shark. Shoot. Then be related to a criminal, I reckon. I reckon. Yeah, that's something we we, we do got in common. Yeah. Well, true. I got an uncle stealing a pen. <laughs> Southerners and Australians, honestly.
same people. Pretty much same people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And and honestly, like as somebody who's toured with like Australian bands. Yeah. 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 We are pretty much <laughs> yeah. the same people. I've partied with Australians before it's too. And it's the yeah. same. It's the same shit. Yeah. But still we was rednecks first. Damn it. <laughs>